finally made it back for the old lady's birthday, huh? How long you been on? A couple weeks. Why you didn't call me, man? I knew you'd be back. I knew you would. Your little brother that came up, man. Really? Hell yeah. I mean, shit got bad. Real bad. Be up in that damn bodega with mama food stamps and motherfuckers be laughing at me. Can you believe that? I mean, they was laughing at me. We had no lights, no electricity, no food. We all wrapped up in our coats in front of the stove in the wintertime. Mama rocking back and forth with that sad ass look on the face, talking about old Shep, old Shep. <laughs> she actually believed you was coming back to save us or some shit. Side though, I handle shit. We got a split level duplex, big screen TV, marble floors. Money after work, she seen more money in her life than she ever had. And I did that. I bought that back. And when I side by side, together as brothers, can't nothing stop us. Nothing. You think I came back here to work for you? Come on, man. We brothers. And now you working for me? We be partners. What, selling that shit? Are you that dumb? <laughs> Fuck you think you talking to, man? This ain't nutso. This ain't that dope head on the roof taking orders from you. This ain't your same little brother following behind you trying to go outside. You ain't the motherfucking man no more. I'm the one. Shit has changed. It's a new day, bro. You can't clean up your act. Suggest you raise the fuck up. Get the hell out of Dodge. Or get caught up, caught up, caught up, caught up, caught up, caught up. This is a podcast where right now, get them and get them. We buying a two for one folding chest special. You heard? So get up with us. Hit us in the DMs if you're trying to if you're trying to get down on this because uh them shits going fast. You heard? Oh, oh. 
And we just hold on before we keep going. Let's bow for a word of prayer. Gracious and heavenly Father, we give you thanks for that ass beating that took place in Montgomery. If it had not been for the strength of yourself as well as the ancestors that had been dropped off at a former slave port, we would have never known the joys that would have come out of August 5th, 2023. So we give you thanks, glory, honor, and praise because you are so do it. You are so do it for that entertainment section right there. And it is in your blessed name that we give this thanks and praise. Our man, I say, and my two. Amen. 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 Wow. Amen. Give him some glory. glory. Give him some glory, y'all. Mm. But yeah, man, you know, shit, I don't know about y'all, but it's always been good, but it feels extra good these couple of weeks to be black. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've just been watching. i just been watching my people as I've been moving around in public. Just making sure shit ain't popping off. You feel me? Because, like, I don't know, something bubbling. Like, we always had the head nod, but, like, now it's still a little different. You feel me? Like, uh-huh. and we got a killer part. It's not even just a United States thing. Did y'all peep that uh, Africa coming together and they done basically told French, you got one week to get your shit and get ghosts? Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't. I I'm I'm here for all of the shit. I'm here for the shits. I'm here for it. It's, it's a, a really shout out to Beyonce. Yeah, I, I don't I don't want this to die down. I don't want this feeling to die down. Okay. Now I will get to that a little bit later. But before we start, you know, we always want to do a check in, check in with the guys. Just kind of get a, a pulse check on how we feeling. You know what I'm saying? Another week is going down and stuff like that. And things change. You know, life happens. You know, it comes at you fast. So I'm going to pass it over to my guys just to kind of do a little a little pulse check. Dre, what you got? How, how's, your, how's your week been? Where you at? Man, bro, this has been the first week of school. And I ain't going to lie. I have been beat. Um. <laughs> The AC don't work in my room. Sheesh. I'm about 30 plus huh? in each class. Um, yeah. Like I've lost like eight pounds. And I promise you, I ain't been to the gym in year. No, I'm dead serious. I've lost about eight pounds and I ain't been to the gym in a good minute. So yeah, so that shit just been extra um, tiresome wearing on it. But besides that, you know, everything is everything, you know. Word, city, word. city been been piped. It's been hot as the devil's toenails. I oh, mean, we ain't in the triple digits, but it feel like it. Um, you know, family, health, wealth, mind, stable. Everything is good. Outside of just melting for about eight hours a day this past That's week. Crazy. <laughs> I promise. Crazy. Like, uh, like folks from the Wiz, I just feel every day I walk in that hole, I just get smaller and smaller. But outside of that, bro, Everything is everything. Marsha, how you been, brother? Um, I'm good. I'm even better on the other side of going to the Miss Carter show last night. Uh, I did go see mm. Beyonce, um, go to the Beyonce concert in oh, the yeah, A last night. Um, it was my birthday sense. gift to myself. Um, and what that was, I got all $325 out of that ticket because that woman there, I mean. I'm going to give you five minutes of it, and then I'm going to move on. Overall, I'm good. Real quickly. First and foremost, shout out to Beyonce, because the fact that she opened, she was her own opener and then performed. I don't know too huh? many people that's doing it, 
So she opened the show at nine o'clock. She did like a 30 minute opener set where she gave you all of her old hits from like B-Day, Dangerously in Love, the four album, everything before this. And she even went to some of the Destiny's Child cuts too. Um, And then she went to the back and came back out and then it was the Renaissance tour. Um, Vocals, the mics was on. Everybody's mics, the background singers, the musicians, everybody's mic was on and fully powered. Everybody was on point then last night. The outfits from her as well as the crowd, A1. I ain't never seen so many black people dress for a function like that, like come with it like that. Like, and folks was like, they pulled out their good outfits for that, and shit was fire. Um, she gave us a two hour show, and niggas was up on eight feet for the entire two hours because it was that interactive like that show that was an experience and for everybody that keep asking for the visuals you're not gonna get them they at the concert like which speaking of which shout out to her i guess it's the video graphics team whoever the ones that when you go to you know shows and stuff they put the shit on the screen shout out to them because everything was so polished and like nothing was out of place everything was like perfection like it was like done really really well like i got inspired just by watch just looking at the different elements of the show it is like oh shit like when people say like you know they want to be a creative like to me that's the type of regardless of the field that you go in if you're trying to do any type of creative work like that's the type of caliber your stuff need to come with and it's not oh you gotta have the best sound system but you gotta have the best microphones and the best screens if you can afford that by all means do so but like when i tell you not one detail was missed at that show like you can tell beyonce was methodically going through on the whiteboard saying she wanted like this like this like this like this like this and for her to be doing this for 25 years that blew me out the water. I didn't even think about that. I was like, bro, it has been 25 years since Beyonce started because Destiny Child came out in what, like 96, 97? And sure yeah, if not earlier, like they've been out for that, like literally have been out for that long. And I'm like, to see that it was, it was very inspiring. That was an experience. Like that was well worth the money. I do have a small crowd outrage. It ain't to her. It's to the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I'm going to get this one out the way. How the fuck you gonna charge me $15 for a goddamn drink that barely had any liquor in it? That's how they I'm that's, off that's of your first time out? Yeah. <laughs> then niggas always do that. What? That's regular. Oh, y'all know I don't go nowhere. I That was wow. my first time being yeah. in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I had, since they built it, that was my first time being in there. That shit, when it, it was supposed to be a slushy or icy, when that shit melted, it tastes like cough syrup. Like it was thick. And I was like, yeah, I don't like this. This ain't, this was, it, it, was, it wasn't it. But outside of it, like everything is good. I'm happy. I'm grateful to have gone at it. I'm surprised my voice ain't shot right now, but you know, here we are. Um, but what I will say uh, is I got a bone to pick with Dre um, because. I texted this nigga like two weeks ago and was like, hey, I want to kick with you because I ain't seen my brother since like March. And that nigga didn't even respond back to me. And Boy, then nigga, y'all. Damn. That, that nigga just uh, left me hanging. So like, you know, so, so I kind of that's me. That's in the me. same nigga, we are literally 40 minutes oh, away from each other at any given time. And I ain't seen this nigga since March. So I, so my feelings are just a little bit hurt right now. 
But you know, it is what it is. I build a tiny little bridge and get over it. That's me. That's me. That's me. I ain't even know. <laughs> no excuse. Oh, that one. That's me. But outside you of that, shut your ass up in the background. I flame the violate. I violate your ass. My fault. <laughs> we, we we in the city. We gonna handle this out. Um, but, but yeah, also, that's all. I'll say as well, I, I kind of have to, I can't be hypocritical because I ain't seen Meech in like a calendar year. Um, and we live, live like four hours away from each other. So there's kind of no excuse, especially because I don't work at eight to five no more. So I literally could just get up and go whenever I wanted to. But in this economy, that's kind of hard because have y'all seen gas prices lately? Mm, I'm going back to $20 fill ups. And if it don't fill up the tank, sorry, it was whatever $20 is going to get me because this ain't it. Listen, I'm definitely looking at an electric car next, bro. I was definitely looking at some Teslas. Like, I'm you, just you, you tired of the Prius? What Prius? Oh, you ain't shit for that. What Prius? <laughs> you ain't shit for that. What Prius? Prius? Who you talking to? You talking to me? Nigga, stop. Who this fuck? <laughs> yeah, for Miss real. Who, who you fuck? talking to? Who this fuck? You ain't talking to me. I'm not gonna dox myself on here and say what I got, but I got a I got a big boy. You hear me? Pause. Um, oh, whoa! Not I definitely got an SUV. I don't know what the fuck he talking about with a with a uh, Prius. Anyways, my fault, brother. My fault, brother. How you, oh, my how, how you bad. On to you, Meech. How are you, sir? This nigga. I hate this nigga, dog. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh. I'm good, man. Chilling, chilling, chilling. Uh, was the first week of school for me. Uh, my AC does work, thank God. Um, but we do have some teachers in the building who AC don't work, and I feel for them. I even let some of them use my. They use my room on my off times and shit for their classes and stuff. You know, try to just support as a team and be a family and shit like that. Um, but I really want my feeling is based off yesterday. So if y'all don't know, we record this on a weekend. I ain't going to say too much else after that, but we do. We definitely record on the weekend. But yesterday, um, had a time out with the fam. Uh, we were supposed to go to um, Holiday World, but the weather was absolute trash. I'm um, sorry, what really is that? Think, it's just an amusement park. It's a theme park. Okay, because when you texted us, it, I was like, I don't know what that is. Like, I yeah. didn't it's know what that was. Or whatever. It's a theme park and it literally a theme just is different holidays. So like they got a Thanksgiving corner, Christmas corner, Halloween corner, shit like that. It's still rides and shit. They just the decorations and other oh what the name of the name of the rides is called. Whatever, whatever. Um we supposed okay. to get there. We got about halfway there. And I'm talking about crazy thunderstorms, like all that shit. So we knew by the time we got there, we weren't gonna get no time anyway. So we spent the block. I was like, fuck it. We went to go eat or whatever. Then we came home because we ate a lot or whatever. But that was cool. Us sitting there, like all of us, like I don't think all five of us have like went and sat down, um, kicked it. You know what I'm saying? Definitely since the boys and got older, we definitely ain't done something like as a whole group for a minute. So that was dope. Um, but then uh, we went home and I was like, I'm just watching all of them. I'm like, you know, that dad kicking. I'm like, bro, fuck it. Let's go do something else. Because we ain't really get to, I mean, we got to eat and, ch- and chill, but, like, we ain't really do nothing else. So I was like, fuck it. Let's go watch the new uh, Ninja Turtles movie that came out. Um, The Ninja Turtles movie, fire, bro. That shit fire. Like, 
It's cold. Y'all just gotta go see it. Um, the 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 um, the what's the word? The with the music that's in it. The what's it called? I'm getting stuck on words. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we need the, the, the old played throughout the the soundtrack. God damn. Okay. So the soundtrack of the movie is dope as fuck. It's a lot of '90s um, hip hop, a lot of you know what I'm saying that just kind of goes, and it's not just like forced in there. You know what I'm saying? Like motherfuckers just trying to force it in there. It actually goes. Um, but if y'all haven't gone seen it, if you was ever a fan of Ninja Turtles when you was a kid, it's a cool thing to bring them. If you liked Spider Man, if you liked the last, the Miles Morales, the Into the Spider Verse, bring them. The animation's kind of the same. It's dope. It's dope to see Ninja Turtles in a, a different iteration. Uh, hopefully, well, this will be their new iteration. Uh, it's really cool. It feel very... I don't want to say... I won't say urban, but like, you know how there's some cartoon characters that wasn't black, but you felt like they was back, black? Like Skeeter from like... Uh, uh-huh. From Doug. Like, if you ever Beast watched Boy. Doug, like, Skeeter was green like shit, but like, you knew he was black. Yeah, that's a lot from like, uh, Team Turtles. Titans. He's black. You feel me? Like to me, to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but that's how the turn. It, it gives just a feel of like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, I mean, there's a one section in there. I ain't gonna say too much about it, but bro, me, my 16 year old, my 14 year old, and my goddamn four year old was all dying laughing at this shit, bro. Um, which was just interesting, like, because at this point, I'm just taking shit in. I'm just watching my kids experience life and i think that's dope like you know because this is what i wanted making that making that time so really i'm on i mean depending on work was cool like it was chill cool vibe i ain't really had no problems um taking on a new responsibility in the school and that's dope i like that um as well so i was saying like i'm, I'm at a nine man i'm at a nine i hate saying how i feel on this motherfucker sometimes because i be feeling like i'll be jinxing myself but I'm going to go ahead. If y'all heard that, I'm knocking on wood. But yeah, I'm at a nine, man. Everything's copacetic. Everything's copacetic. This guy. This one yeah. is we're never going to release fucking video video because I want him to see <laughs> your ass. But so we're definitely going to, we're right. definitely releasing video, just not right now. Cause... All right. I'm going to be, I'm going to be just like this. You heard? Let's see. It's going to be me. It's going to be me. I'm going to be that guy. You don't be me? like that. Don't. For the listeners, he just cut his camera off so niggas couldn't see him just to prove a point. So yeah, pay him no mind. What I do, I, I do have a, a question about because I'm over here looking at this holiday world. This is very uh, American because I'm looking at the park map. Oh. They have a Christmas world, a Halloween world, a Fourth of July world, and a Thanksgiving world. And I'm I'm just really concerned about this Thanksgiving world. That's my biggest concern about this park right uh, now. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> Obviously, this shit old as fuck, right? <laughs> and it's not like, yeah, they they ain't got if you if you concerned, they ain't got like you know what I mean. They ain't got. They the have a famous rock cafe. <laughs> I feel a way about that. It's disrespectful. Meet you. You should know better. The whole tipping you should shouldn't even uh, allow this to go down. What's my alternative? How far is it? Holiday World? Like two hours. Mm-hmm. How much were the tickets? Uh, I would have paid at the door, but they, I think they about like 35. I'm, I'm, re- I'm researching right oh, now. Yeah, I'm I think like 35 adult. Nah, you couldn't beat that. I was like, if it was 50, I said, you could have got a season pass down here for about 55, 60. What y'all uh, got over there? Six, six flags. flags. I was 
Is it good though? It's not racist. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not ingrained in American. I'm not history. here for the racism. I'm here for the good rides. Is the rides good? <laughs> I think it's better than Holiday World. And do I have said, to teach my older? Do I have to teach my oldest sons how to fight for them to even be able to get on a ride? Well, you nah. know, you might. We, we, we smell Is somebody going to push my daughter off the kitty slide? No, they're going to push you out the way. So oh, yeah, you don't have to me. Bring all smoke my way. Leave my kids out of this because I promise you, <laughs> I'm the closer, nigga. Equalizer, nigga. Yes, fuck is you talking about? They be the smallest people. Yeah. Oh, so real quick, yeah, shout out to the shout out to the teachers and the educators. Like for real, for real. Shout out to y'all for starting back. Is well for those that did start back because I don't miss them days at all. I miss teaching, but I don't miss them days at all. Cause oof, God Almighty. But real quick before we get into everything, because this is definitely a Meach production. But I just got a quick question. I don't know if this was on your docket for today, Meach. But did y'all see? About uh over in Louisville, what happened with the school bus situation? Nah. Oh, great. This was going to be my cry of outrage today, but I just want to ask this question because both of y'all are educators and you both have school-age parents, uh, school-age children, excuse me. And, and so what happened in Jefferson County Public School District, and mind you, this is in Louisville, Kentucky. Found all of this out on TikTok. If you want more information, go on over yonder there because they can tell you that. So apparently, um, when they started school, the bus routes were so fucked up. And when I say so fucked up, that the last child in the district, make a wild guess what time they got dropped off. 8 p.m. Meach, what's your guess? Make a wild guess what time they got dropped off. The last child in the district. About 9.30. Try 10 o'clock. P.M. And apparently the reason why I was so fucked up is because in the district, some bus drivers had eight schools that they had to go tend to. They didn't have enough bus drivers. They didn't have enough staff and personnel because as if you, unless you've been living under a rock, you know anything education based right now is under attack. Ain't no, ain't no teachers, ain't, ain't no support personnel because I mean we see how education is being treated in the United States, right? But it was so fucked up, so much so that the UPS, the United Parcel Service, even offered to help them niggas get their bus routes together. And they was like, "Nah, we got it." And it got so bad that them folks, they went to school that day and they had, I think that was a Wednesday, they had to end up canceling school Thursday and Friday because of that. And I was like, nigga, have you seen videos how them children act on a bus? Who the fuck want to do that? And they that was already the other- while in the class. Them niggas get though. Bro, we didn't have so many problems at our school based off something that happened at the bus, at the bus stop or some shit like that. I would never be no goddamn bus driver, bro. And Hell no. So let's add insult to injury too. So like, apparently some kindergarten age kids got randomly dropped off at a stop that was nowhere near their house, and the bus driver drove off and left from there. Uh, kids were sitting on the bus in wet clothes because they didn't peed all over themselves because they didn't sat on the bus for three, four, five hours. All of this stuff. So my question to y'all as educators and as the parents of school age children. How long would it have taken you before you went up to the board and made some heads roll? 
Anybody want to go first? Because I can tell you now, if my child is supposed to be in my doorstep at 4 o'clock, 401, I'm showing up to somebody's office and you're not going to like what I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what some of these parents, I don't know what, like, what time periods and all this some of these parents work, but like after a while, I would have definitely went and retrieved my child. But you work how? Really? Yeah. yeah, you don't know where the hell they at. Um, and if you got a kid in elementary, it's like they ain't got no cell phone, so you really just banking on them getting dropped off. Yeah, where yeah. They I guess. To. I guess. Yeah, to answer your question, I'm going up. I mean, I'm going up there whenever the next time they in session and being really realistic. If I have people that can. We going up there ASAP. Like, bro, what the fuck y'all got going? We not doing that. Niggas not getting off at the cheese wagon at 9 30, 10 o'clock. What you say, 10? And then depending on what fucking area you stay in, nigga, nigga, my child, my child might be safe going with the bus ride, bus driver home, then getting dropped <laughs> off in my neighborhood at 10 o'clock. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? You keep if they if they with you after nine, nigga, keep them. Shit, you know what I'm saying? I come get him from you. Do not, because I'll be more concerned that why you even let this kid off the bus that got down. Maybe it's a cooler area. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I'm never It's not even the area. It's the entire district of Jefferson County. So I don't know how big Jefferson County is. Like because I don't know. I've been to Louisville one time, and Louisville is about the size of Nashville, roughly, right? So. If you live, using Nashville as an example, right? If you live out in, let's say, Donaldson, and your child goes to a school out, let's say they go to Pearl County, right? They're not going to be, they're not going to offer them transportation, though. Right, but I'm just saying, like, from the distance of Pearl County to Donaldson, like, just thinking about how big that how big of a difference and a gap that is, like that's ridiculous for somebody to have to drive that far out there, but not only co- cover Pearl Cone, but they gotta cover MLK. They gotta cover what's another school over there in North Nashville? Um shoot. What's that? Uh it's a charter school. They gotta cover Kip. They gotta cover it's another charter school off Gallatin Pike somewhere. All of them schools over there that you got to cover, but your child lives out of Donaldson or they live out of Lebanon Pike or they live off out in Antioch. I'm sorry. If that shit happened to my child, you're going to see me at MNPS literally at eight o'clock on that Monday morning. And a number of y'all are going to probably be calling Metro Nashville police on me to get me out the building because somebody's head is going to roll by the time I get through because you literally just put my child's life in danger like that. And from what I've seen on here, essentially, the superintendent, allegedly, and according to TikTok, the superintendent is essentially hiding behind his title in his position and is trying to blame the uh, the mishap on because apparently they use the AI system to calculate the bus routes and stuff like that instead of using human capital to do that. Like you have people who are hired to do that. Why not let them do that? He essentially tried to play, put it off on the, the AI, even though people who were on his team said that they had concerns about the artificial intelligence creating the bus routes. So why would you it. allow that shit to happen in the first place? Like, and all you can offer is a, I'm sorry now, pimping, that sorry is going to have to come with several zeros and several commas after that pimp. I'm sorry, at the bare minimum. Or I just need the 
you know, I need my 30 seconds and run my ones with you. That's it. <laughs> just imagine how much shit could be solved if we could just catch a fade. If niggas could just catch a fade, I promise you half this half the world's problems would be solved right now. You and I don't mean solve it with tanks and guns and shit like that. I mean put them niggas in a ring and let them box that shit out. And whoever wins, that's what we going for. The problem is people say that with the idea that the person that's in the right gonna win. Well, what do we do when the person that's in the wrong wash their ass? Do we just go with it? What if the superintendent, you line up full dads, that nigga just washed all the niggas. So now it's like, oh, okay, I guess my child got to be dropped off at 10. <laughs> I guess my child got to be dropped off at 10 o'clock. The, the, like, what the, if this nigga just, I'm talking about one by one. Me, 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 me. Now what? No. <laughs> oh, all right. Everybody, everybody got the, got they, they, they pressure guess, off because it's not meant to be a punishment. I guess that's my thing. Y'all are settling that we gonna get one person that we either gonna wear his ass down and he gonna have to fold. When niggas say let's run a fade, what they never think about what if the person that's in the wrong window? Are we just taking that side now? Like fuck it. All right, well you got your issue off. You got your issue off now. You know. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying, nigga like me gonna wanna keep going. Like no, we gonna keep no bro. It's over with. It's over with, bro. Throwing the damn towel. Oh, now that's a good point though. That's a good point. Um, yeah, just I know I just know quickly for Nashville, their routes are they routes. And if you don't fit in that shit, you gotta figure it out. Unfortunately, and it's kind of been like that for a while. If you want your kid, um, if you if you want your kid to go to a a, a school outside of your zone, outside of your you know what I'm saying? You gotta build. I'm doing that right now with my with my with my son who just started high school. I'm having to figure it out. Also, it's okay to put kids back on public transportation, bro. It it is okay. Oh, now like, we talking. Shout I was riding a city bus since I was in the third grade, and by the time I got to the sixth grade, I was riding it with my sister, my little sister who was in the first. Like it's okay to put kids back on public transportation. You feel me? Like that shit character building. Was there some things I probably shouldn't have seen? Probably at some point was some things I probably, but like I was okay. At the end of the day, I was okay. Um, and I don't think people ride the public transportation system as often. Not talking about where it's common, like California, New York and shit. I just don't think people utilize that often. So put them kids on the fucking bus. All right. As parents, you're going to have to ride with them on the weekend so they can get comfortable with it. Cool. But you need to start releasing that shit, bro. Stop wait. Stop. Stop waiting on the school to be responsible for everything for your kid. At that point, I get it. It's wrong and shit, but, like, you got to start. Okay, now what? Like, I'm not about to wait for no fucking answer from whoever. I'm going to go figure this shit out. I'm going to go figure out a solution to get my child, to make sure my child where they supposed to be when they supposed to be. I'm sorry. But anyways, Dre, about that time, fool. Do you have our... ACT, SAT word of the day. I'm going to turn it over to you, my boy. I got you. I got you. And I, I kept it a, I kept it a little light, you know, probably because I was about to die of dehydration. So I feel like both words, um, the sentences y'all going to get, the spelling may be a little off. All right. Um, I got you. <laughs> Who want to go first? It don't matter. I think, I think, but I think I went for, okay, whatever. Come on, let's go. I'm going first. All right. 
meets your word is insatiable. I'll make I love sure that I, show too. I love that show. I'm gonna make sure I'm saying this correct. I think you are, but just in case. <laughs> insatiable. 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 Okay. The only problem is I'm gonna put too many eyes in this. I already know. Um, insatiable. I N S A I T I A B L E. Um, and then uh my sentence. The me and Dre were taken aback by Clark's insatiable hunger for songs off the album Renaissance. I did That's not true. know where you was going with that. I'm me, so glad it went I in was, that I direction, was, Jesus. Oh God! Oh God! Wow! Me either. Okay. <laughs> All right, Clark. Sure. What's good? Exsanguinate. Your word is exsanguinate. Make sure I'm saying this Play correct. Play that damn Google thing again. Exsanguinate. 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 It has to do with blood, but go ahead. Well, yeah, that I know. Um, How do y'all know this? Fucking because S A N G U has to is a base word for blood. Yeah. I know this because I took uh, etymology in 10th grade and I still remember it from that. Mitch, um, how do you know this? World War II? Huh? Because I play you know? video games. Oh, That's why. Go ahead. Go ahead, Marcia. I'm so sick of you. Anyway, uh, damn, I gotta forget what's the word. <laughs> Exsanguinate. Exsanguinate. E-X-S-A-N-G-U-I-N-A-T-E. And sentence. Uh, ooh, I can't use that example because that's too dark. Um, nah, go ahead. No, nah, because this is actually something that actually happened in the news down here in Atlanta. I can't use that. That actually might be my cry outrage. Hold that thought. Oh, um, the doctors took time to exsanguinate the patient before sending him to the morgue. Okay. Um, so, so drum roll, please, bitches. Oh, I said drum roll, not for them. <laughs> roll, <nigga>. drum. <laughs> roll drum. Stop um, touching shit. So, um, Meech, you had a great sentence, but spelling incorrect. Like you said, you added too many I's. It, it was uh, you said S-A-I-T-I-A-B-L-E It was just I-N-S-A-T-I-A-B-L-E And that's um, you know, unable to be uh, satisfied and possibly satisfied. Um, Clark, you spelled your word correctly and used it in a sense correctly. It means to draw or drain a person, animal, or organ of blood. Hey, see, congratulations! Too many congratulations. Eyes, I knew I Hooked on Phonics do something for me, Jesus. Shout out to Hooked on Phonics. Yes, yes. So we we yeah. talked about Hooked on Phonics in a while, but anyway, it was a Ponzi scheme, but it was. Hey, oh, that's another episode in the in itself, right there. I ain't gonna lie, it did work for me too, though. 
Nah, dead ass. That's we why work. when people be putting some of these letters together, I'm like, Hooked on Phonics didn't teach me that because I don't know how these concepts nah, go together. Ass, I was in like a one level reading group by the time I got into kindergarten because of that shit. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Wait, did you have a um? Yes. The, the, the whole box, the whole box. Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. I had all of that. Uh huh. It made a killer show. My grandmother was paying five easy payments on nineteen ninety nine. I don't know. Like I gotta go back and see inf- for inflation how much them shit. Oh, I know that shit is easily two thousand dollars right now, bro. But anyways, that's that's been our you know ACT SAT word of the day. Congratulations, Martian, um, on yet another week of busting my ass. You know what I'm saying? Um, we gonna we gonna Keep take going, we gonna take a quick break. Uh, so you can hear from our sponsors and we'll come back with uh, Rapping with the Homies. This one should be interesting. If you got a favorite person you like to listen to on the pod, uh, you, you might not be the same, same way after this. <laughs> we, we might not be leaving the same after this. So anyway, <laughs> um, we'll be right back. Word. Yo, 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 yo. We are back. We are back. Welcome back, my peoples. Welcome back, my peoples. We still got a a few a little time in the study hall to kick it, you know what I'm saying, before we got to go yeah. to our next period. But um, this is the best part of this conversation. Uh, it was two things I wanted to kind of bring to the table. Um, the first one going to be kind of chill and something for, I mean, anybody, no matter what field you're in, to kind of just think about. Um, even just kind of share your thoughts as well. Just remember in all our sections, no matter what it is, if you see us out or you know, we did add, um, we finally have our Instagram page, um, the for the study hall podcast. So if you are not following that, please make sure to go follow that. Um, it's the best way for us to get feedback from y'all. Um, just to hear from y'all love, support, hate, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and hit that up. Cause I know some of y'all, most of us, most of y'all are following one or two or three of us that's on here, but to really like just, uh, streamline our way to kind of get feedback from y'all because we still very infantile our our podcast in its infant stages um but based off the feedback i've been receiving just in comparison and stuff like that we appreciate it definitely want y'all to go follow that pod we're gonna start uploading clips here in a second i just me i still need to get be comfortable with it before i release them shits um but anyways um coming back um, I wanted to talk about this, um, especially with like school starting and, you know, for my people who work year round, uh, just something to think about um, because I thought about this. So I was driving one day and I was just just trying to think about where like a lot of the changes that had came about with my work and how I was going to be doing things. I wanted to talk about professional boundaries. I think um, oftentimes, whether you're single or in a dating scene, uh, you think about these things. I think, um, when you enter in a relationship or in a relationship or been in a long-term relationship, you have, might have to re- reevaluate your personal boundaries. But I think there is a such thing such as per- professional boundaries. And I just kind of wanted to kind of talk with, talk with the fellas and talk with y'all had this conversation about like professional boundaries. Now, in my thinking about this, uh, I came to the realization that, like, I don't know if I have professional boundaries. Do I feel like I should have professional boundaries? Yes. But I don't think I could just list them. I think if you, in talking, I could probably, if I thought about them, yeah, but I can't just list them if, if asked, what's your professional boundaries type stuff? Maybe some, 
But like, I don't know if I have an extensive list that way I can go in any workplace and be my most comfortable self, if that makes sense. Um, but so what do y'all think? Do I'm going to ask y'all one question first and then we're going to come back. All right. So I'm going to ask you to what and then I'm going to ask y'all to why. All right. So. And again, for my people that's listening, we, I have talked about this with Martian and Dre at some point. Um, just to kind of pick their brain because I was, you know, I always start my con- we all have conversation. I just pose a question to them. So I just. You guys. What are some, you don't have to give me your whole list, but just what are some of your like probably highest leverage or like your most important like professional boundaries? Um, Anybody could jump in first. Well, I know for me, I do not. um, I don't give the social media out for at least the first six months, eight months, like Convos can come up. I can see the page X, X, Y, and Z, but I'm I'm not giving my social media out. I think it 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 establishes a clear separation between work and personal, and it allows it just don't it clears the air for greatness. Like you know, hey, we cool. We can kick it. We can talk about anything in this building right here. If I leave, it's you know, capiche. Um, the same with like. Even as far as like giving my number out, I'm very mindful of a win in the, in the in the content that I uh give it out where it's like, hey, some work stuff or we we might all just go out and kick it and we just exchange the numbers then and there. Just being mindful of all right, I don't think I should give it out after a few drinks. If we didn't have each other's number before, after these few drinks, I don't think this is the time now. Like this ain't this ain't the best. This could give off the wrong. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah, 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 yeah. in the field that we work in, it's such a mm-hmm. predominantly dominated um, woman field. It's like you just gotta move militant. You gotta move tactful because it is. It's a lot of ways to get you slipped get up, screwed, or yeah, or, you know, and you want to avoid the gray. Like you want to avoid the gray. Keep shit black and white. So, yeah, those are two little things that I do that I feel like have kept me okay. in the clear of a lot of bullshit throughout the years. Martian, what, 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 because I know you, I, I will say, y'all, before he go, he definitely, out of us three, probably have the most clear-cut and unwavering uh, professional boundaries. So, and I appreciate him for that, for sure. I look up to him. I want to be like him when I grow up. Uh, but I want you to just, just give me, like, three. What is your three, like, most important, like, professional boundaries? So considering that I have been in education for seven years now and have worked various roles in education, been a teacher, been an admin, um, been a support, been have played guidance counselor before, done all of those different things, right? Um, my biggest, it's not even a boundary. It's almost a pet peeve of mine that kind of become came a boundary is um, asking me my opinion about somebody like particularly in our field like don't come and ask me about how a student is in my class because you don't have classroom management right or you don't have the best relationship with that person um and i know you said you're gonna get to the why later so i hold off on that but like that's one of the things that irritates me so much because we already live in a world where 
people's opinions have, are getting other people killed and in a school system some people may think well it's probably not that heinous well, no it is because the school to prison pipeline is a real thing right so like that is that that is an irritant like do not come and ask me nothing about nobody else because i'm not going to tell you what i am going to tell you just get out of my face and go figure it out for yourself um in the nicest way possible um the second thing is when i'm off work don't call me. Don't text me. Don't send me no tweet. Don't send me a message in a bottle. Don't send a smoke signal. None of that. I am off. You pay me for the time that I am there until the time that I leave. You do not pay okay. me for what I do after the final bell rings. You do not pay me for what happens when the, before the first bell rings. Leave me alone. Like, no. Like, I... It's a professional thing, but that also ties into my personal life as well. Like, I'm, we're not doing that. And then the third thing is don't come at me crazy because I don't give a damn about your position. I don't give a damn how many zeros you got on your chick. I don't give a damn how much education you got, how much experience you have. Like Eric May said, when they go low, I go lower. No, when they go low, I go to hell. Yeah. And even the devil can't outdo me. So don't try okay. me. Like, okay. let's let's not do that. Let me let me push the conversation. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go to Martian's second point. Dre, mm-hmm. can a can a boss, can a coworker, can a can they call you on the weekend about work? Because he said nah. Can they can they call you on the weekend about work? No. No. Nigga, y'all are my friends. It's fucking hard for my people that I want to talk to to, to get in touch with me. So Literally. why would I let somebody who, who okay? Who I all work right, with all right, nah, that's that's okay. I'm about to put I'm about to push y'all thinking. That shit sound good. So tell me what happens when your phone ring and it's and it's your boss or it's a coworker asking you asking you something. How you? Let's say it's week two, whatever. You're not new. They knew. How you you just bank y'all banging it in their face? Like I talked to you on Monday. Click, click. If they are if they are new, well, yeah. you see. No, go ahead. Finish your point. Finish your point. I'm like, if if they are new, me having decency and like a moral compass and being a former first or second year or new to a school building, I will extend that phone conversation. Hey, what's up? You need da da da. If it's something that I can handle and do at that time, oh yeah, I send it over. You need to learn how to log in the dashboard, the infinite campus, cool. It's real simple. X, Y, and Z. Something is like, hey man, on this standard here, da 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 da. Hey, brother man, I'm not at the house, but I definitely can get up with you tomorrow and show you how to walk through it. But I'm gonna answer, especially if they text me and I know they knew and they going through it. I'm going to extend the olive branch, but once again, do not think that this is just going to be like a. Okay. So how do you, okay. So how do you set that boundary then after, let's say that first time you do kind of help them. If it's helpable in your position on that day, how do you then set the boundary after that? Um, next time it happened, don't pick up. And then when they ask you, then tell them, Hey, I don't talk about work on the weekend. Okay. Now ahead, for me, ahead, now for me to your first question, now if it's my boss or coworker, now we've all three of us have been in that space, right? Because we all, you know, were teaching at the same school at one point in time, and we all have various, you know, experiences 
be it at the school or various levels of knowledge in education or various experiences in education altogether, right? And so, like, if I remember correctly, hell, me and you, Meech had several conversations about how to figure shit out, but I never pushed you to the side because I remember what it was like, like Dre said, to be in that space when you need that help. So I'm going to help you through that, but I'm also going to set a pre-boundary by telling you to do something in addition to this so you don't have to ask me something again. So like to your example for like Infinite Campus or something like that, I'm also going to tell you sit, put that in your bookmarks bar and Google has this thing now where you can save your login and your passwords to your thing. Save all of that so you don't have to do that again and then even on top of that write it down somewhere, you know write it, like put it in your notes app if you have Apple or whatever apps that you have put it in your notes app and send it across your devices so that and send it across your devices so we won't even have to cross this bridge no more right okay now as far as bosses oh that shit going straight to voicemail straight to voicemail because as i said after the final bell rings on friday you don't need to hear from me until monday unless i'm calling you and telling you why i won't be in the work on monday or why you're calling me and telling us why you won't be in a work or we got something or something crazy. Outside of that, there's no need or reason for you to contact me when I am not on the clock. And that's that on that. Okay, let me ask let me ask you this, because I Martian also said uh the first your first point was ask me a coworker asked me about a child, maybe because they may act different in a class and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's for anybody. What do you do when the boss let me let me set the scene. Mm-hmm. You have a coworker that you work really closely with, and I want to take this out of education as much as possible, just mm-hmm. so like everybody can really. But you've probably had this if you've worked on a team project or something like that for your job. You have that one person that's on your team that makes your life harder. Okay, it makes your life harder. They don't pick up their slack. Da 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 da. The boss picks up on this. And the boss comes and pulls you, yo, Dre, Martian, can I come talk? Can, you, can we come wrap in my office real quick? Mm-hmm. Um, and they tell you, look, um, first of all, appreciate your work. You've been busting your ass. I love what you do for the company. Love what you do for the team. You're an amazing asset. Um, but it's come to my attention that, like, everybody is not trying to strive to get to that point. Um, and I've had some reports on so-and-so we'll just call that person Daniel or whatever. Right. I had some reports come up on Daniel and it seems like Daniel is just really kind of not doing what he's supposed to do and really just making these projects kind of, you know, holding them back, holding y'all back. Can you talk more about what's going on with Daniel? First, do you, and I'm drama coming to you first. Cause your hand, you was like, I think it was raising his hand for everybody. I'm like, because I got a response ready. <laughs> yeah. So, so obviously, we from a certain community where that shit kind of already just, yeah, I mean. But Dre, what what we doing? How what we talking about? Like, how do we how do we get Daniel ass on board? But I mean, I'm gonna just let you go. So, how, how you what you what you doing in that moment? And in that moment, especially if I'm. Like, this is our first conversation. I'm caught, caught off guard. I'm definitely saying, well, you know, you should talk to Daniel. It hasn't impacted exactly. my work. As, as, as you see, you came, you started with complimenting my work ethic and things that I've done. So whether what he's doing or not, it hasn't shown on my output. 
But if you are getting this report, so you hearing this, go talk to Daniel. But you know, until okay, then, we have put you. We have put you on this group project that we need done, and the deadline has been pushed back twice, and not necessarily because of you. But from what I understand of some of your other teammates is that saying as Dan is Daniel and I trust you the most. You have the most seniority. I just want to want to. Is there any confirmation that you can give me that Daniel is the reason why y'all's lack as a unit has kind of been lacking and going back? So um, as a unit, we have things that we all can work on and I vow to get the, the deadline met. I'm going to end it there and I'm going to go until Daniel, you bullshitting. These folks just came to me and told me this. So now, your ass is on the line because I'm. A, it's gonna get done with or without your help. But if I gotta do this, it's gonna feel way different. The the reward, the outcome, whatever you wanna say, is gonna feel way different. But yeah, you know how we how we built in that moment, then and there. No matter what, I'm not gonna throw your lame ass under the bus. But if we having a conversation, okay. Martian, you feel the same, Awesome. Right? I seen you nodding while he was yeah, kind of no, talking. It, I, I do feel the same thing with that because the way that you set it up seems like they, that supervisor was fishing for information. And to me, if you're a supervisor, you should be well aware about what's going on with your team. Now, I ain't saying you got to have your, all your hands in the pot, right? Because some teams get a, a, a lot bigger. And But to me, if you got to come and ask me about somebody else, that means you don't know enough about what's going on yourself. So now I'm looking at you as my supervisor as something that's off about you. Beyond the fact you're trying to get me to snitch on this nigga, I'm looking at you crazy because that's telling me about your leadership capability at this point, right? Because I've been put in several situations where I've had to manage other people. And even if I didn't talk to my, my um, what do you call the people? I don't want to call subordinates because that's very degrading. Slaves, minions. Do boys. None of those words, but y'all get the point. Yo. Yes, the the people that I supervise. The have nots is crazy. Wow. Wow. Yo. Moving right That's on what the you wanted to say, Dre. Oh, right. To say. So my I'm so the this. people that I supervise, right? I still had an idea of what was going on and why it was happening. And it wasn't necessarily because I went and asked them, it's because my ear was always to the streets. And I was always observing about what was going on. So you, I don't have to go in or you don't have to come and ask me about Daniel because I already see what Daniel's doing. I know why the shit is suffering because I'm watching Daniel fuck y'all over. I'm just coming okay. to ask you to see about your scruples and see about your integrity, see if you're going to snitch. I'm about to, I'm about to push. I'm about to push the envelope. So that, that made it ain't stopped you. Know, hey, right now, y'all solid. Y'all solid. I'm gonna get to you, niggas. Y'all niggas solid. You hear me? I mean, I'm, I'm a real nigga from Memphis. What did you expect? Cool. <laughs> All right. So the boss take that. Do what mm-hmm. they do. All right. Cool. All right. Appreciate. You know, Daniel managed somehow. Y'all managed to make the dead this this third deadline, and it's cool. Y'all get put on another project. Same thing. This time. This right. This time. You get sick, right? Unforeseen. You get sick, whatever, whatever, right? And you out for like two, three days. Um, and the group is like, yo, you cool. Just get well. Don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? We going to make sure we good. The first deadline is missed. The boss brings in some people. He, he calls you. He sees you again. Yo, Dre, Martian. 
real quick. Can I can I go rap with you real quick? Martian shaking his head. No, no, you cannot. Because I wasn't here Whatever for you three days. You can't me, rap with you can me, nigga. in front of this water stand. You can go stay in front of them and you can talk to... Because I wasn't there for three days. No, you can't talk to me, nigga. I don't know but what's you going know, on. How you, know, how you know this is about the project? You don't know. You can't talk to me about a goddamn thing. Leave me alone. I'm going to my cubicle. <laughs> that nigga put his... I just got back. Push the deadline back. Nah, listen. Come here. They're come not here. Push back. It's going to get done. But no, you can't talk to me about Bring a goddamn your, thing. Go in your office and leave me alone. So, Shut the door and leave so, me alone. So, so you go into the office to go sit down. And uh, he said, yo, man. So how you been? How you feeling? I'm glad to have you back. You know what I'm saying? And back on the team doing what you're supposed to do. He's like, listen, um, I don't really know outside of just you being sick or whatever like that. Um, you know, but I made sure you was point on this project just to kind of keep it up just because I trust you and, and I, I have confidence that you can, you know, you're a great leader or whatever like that. Um, he was like, but, you know, I had sat down with the team um, and just, they pretty much was like, you know, the reason why they didn't meet the deadline because you was out. Um, they said, because they said I was that, out. You know, Hold on. Let's be clear because I, they didn't, they missed the deadline because I was out. Yes. Um, don't worry. Don't worry. What do you so, mean? That's why I was like, I'm gonna let him, I'm gonna let him cook. Let, I'm gonna let you get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't even trip. So, so you like, you know, you was out or whatever. They, you know, they say well, you was out. Now I was disappointed. I'm the boss. I'm still role playing as a boss. I mean, I was disappointed, but you know, I kind of understood. Um, you know, but it, it really, Daniel really, you know, came and told. He came to me. He wanted to speak to me and tell me how much he felt like you kind of dropped the ball on this and. Um, you know, was kind of the reason why this had been held back. A lot of this was kind of pushed for by Daniel, which uh was surprising me, uh, because he has been doing better work and I just knew like since he's grown, you guys will really knock this out. So can you kind of elaborate on what's going on? So, fellas. <laughs> so I'm gonna go first. First and foremost, I'm gonna tell you exactly how this plays out because I've actually had a situation like this happen to me. What y'all doing in y'all most professional way, I might add. Okay, so first and foremost, I'm gonna give you the give you you said you role playing as boss. I'm a role player as the person who is the project manager. That's the name, mm-hmm. that's the title, right? Um, well, first and foremost, um, thank you for bringing it to my attention that you know of the things that were said. I appreciate you for putting trust in me to get this project done and get these projects done in general. I appreciate the trust that you put in me to hold nine yards, right? Now, as far as this project being concerned and why the ball was dropped, I can't physically tell you why the ball was dropped because I haven't been in the office for the last three days. And as you are already aware, as we discussed when you hired me and when I signed my contract, I have certain boundaries in place that when I'm not at work, I'm not at work. And that's just that on that. Regardless if I'm sick, I'm in good health, I'm on vacation, PTO, whatever. When I am not on the clock, I am not on the clock in any way, shape, form, or fashion because my mental health, my physical health, my emotional health, my sanity as a whole is paramount to that of this job. Okay? Let's just keep that above 50. It's not any an attack on you or the corporation or anything like that. I appreciate the work that we do here. However, my life outside of this 
And who I am and what I bring into this matters more to me than this job, right? So let's be clear on that. Okay. Now, as far as Daniel is concerned, I can't necessarily speak to what he's saying or doing because, again, I haven't been here in a, a few days. I will say, however, um, we I have heard some of the similar complaints that you have heard about Daniel as far as, you know, his work ethic and whatnot and stuff like that. Um, but as I told you before, that's a conversation that you might want to have with him and, f- and get that information from him about what's going on and why that is. That's the conversation me and you as the supervisor are going to have. I really want to know. Fuck all that. I really want to know. What's your conversation with Daniel? That's where I was getting to next. So that's what I said. That's me and you's conversation. Well, tell me, me about, and Daniel. Tell me, yeah, tell me, tell me, me what, and what, Daniel. Because if I'm project manager, that means I got an office or so I got something sizable. Come here. Shuts. Actually, matter of fact, we're not even going to go to my office. Let's walk outside real quick. Because the school that we all taught at, you saw, you saw the parking lot. We walking over to the other building. Let's walk over here. Let's take a lap around the building real quick. And let me tell you where you got me fucked up. And let me also tell you that if this shit comes down the pipeline again, your job is the last thing that you're going to have to worry about. Okay, so we threatening people at the workplace. That's it's cool. It's not that's even cool. that it, No, it, that's not a threat. That's a promise. Your job is going to be the last thing so that you have to worry to about. Anything. Okay, all right. Because at that point, you playing with my livelihood, and I take that as a threat. Mm. Because you <laughs> opened your mouth as the person, and you know for a fact that you do not do your, your end of the work period, and you thought it was okay for you to go to my boss and try to tell him what I am and ain't doing, let's run your track record real quick because everybody else has been protecting your ass since then. Let's run your track record, pimping, and we can see who's doing work and who's not doing work. And I double-dog dare you to go back and tell the boss that I said whatever. Because I did. I'll tell him I said it myself. Dre, what's but your, at what's the your... same time, <laughs> your, your job is going to be the last thing that you are going to have to worry about. Now check that. Amen. Dre, what's your... Cause this nigga, if y'all know, y'all, we ain't got the visuals yet. This nigga was stretching soon as I said it with Daniel Davis. So, Dre, what, what's, what's your... What's your conversation? What you doing, bro, when it comes to Daniel, bro? What, what you got going on? Mind for? you, Dre is an Atlanta nigga, so please don't be shocked about what comes out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, should I disclaimer right now? Nah, I ain't gonna disclaimer. Go ahead, Dre. You muted, by the way. My fault, my fault. <laughs> to address the boss, um, I'm gonna go ahead and echo some of the same things Clark said. I wasn't here, bro. I know... When you a leader of a team and you're not there, your presence, that ambiance, that leadership is needed sometimes to get shit done. X, Y, and Z. <clears throat> when it comes to um the things that were said, why I wasn't there, or why the project wasn't met. Hey, um, Mr. Boss Man, I um I'm a fan of like face to face, transparent conversations, and I don't like the the back and forth. So if possible, can we sit down and have a, you know, a sit down with all of us together so we can just clear the air at one given point of time. So then from there, I can determine if I want to spaz on this nigga or if he's going to keep it professional. If 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 for some odd reason we all can't sit down or he's like, oh, well, this was done. And um, what's the corporate term? Like not um, an enemy, but just 
and amenity. Oh fuck, y'all know what I yeah. mean. Yeah, 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 you said it right. Yeah, yeah, but like, no, we can't for certain reasons X, Y, and Z. Okay, cool. Um, Daniel, depending on how much I am bringing in, it said job. And the way that I am feeling at that type of day, I'm either going to come straight to you and say, fuck you. <laughs> you will never hear from me again. Or yeah. I can keep a professional business and just ice you out. Because I've already extended the the helping hand without you noticing by putting my neck on the limb for you. So once you done double cross me, oh, you don't have to worry about it. You, you might think I'm a mute. You won't never hear from me again. And uh, at that point, it is what it is. We're going to keep it moving, but he's going to have to see me in some type at of all. shape, form, or fashion. Okay. At all. Because here's the thing, right? And I know you are going somewhere with this. The thing is, the thing is with me, because you said this earlier, I have, you know, the most established professional boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. I want y'all to understand, like, the example that I gave, like, is based off of real life shit that I've experienced, right? I've been in education again for seven years at this point. So I've dealt with a multitude of different admin, principals, assistant principals, people who thought they had power and position in the school. And over the years, I have literally been bullied and ran over by people because they thought they had more power, more seniority, more knowledge and experience. And they thought that I had no shit because I was a novice teacher. But what they failed to realize is that a lot of the the knowledge and information and experience that I got didn't come from me standing in a classroom teaching. It came from me observing and being in those environments where people have literally dogged me out before. So when it comes to this situation here, I'm going to handle it as professionally as possible. However, what we're not getting ready to do is try to trap me into something to you know, harm another, especially if it's another black man, harm another black man, but at the same time, or a black woman too, but at the same time, I'm also not going to be as kind as I originally am. Like Dre said, if I've already get stuck my neck out for you one time and you pissed over that again, oh yeah, now pimp, that's dead. Like, now, of course me and Dre got two different ways of handling it. He went the very calm and you know diplomatic route but again like i said when you're threatening my livelihood and your fuck-ups it can potentially stop my income and stuff coming through especially in this economy where rent is too goddamn high again i take that as a threat to my life at that point and it's not like a serious thing oh like that nigga put a gun in my head type shit but it's like no like i literally could lose out my way of living and niggas ain't hiring jobs like this so while you out here trying to play the field and trying to act stupid and not do your shit, no, I'm you're gonna you're gonna wish that you never did that by the time I got through with you. And most times I don't even have to lift a finger to do so. So Okay. All right. Well, I just I just was I wanted to present that situation to y'all because I know a lot of times professional boundaries can come off uh, very cut and dry outside of like what I want, what I don't want um, versus it happening in the moment and how we, I guess the hardest part is how we express those, especially us black men in any workforce. Um, I think we have to be very cognizant or unfortunately we have, we may have to be very cognizant of how we express that you cross the boundary um, just because of the labels and stereotypes we may we get, you know, or we have. What up, Dre? Um, 
maybe you all can attest to this. Uh, I know my my work, how you work um, spaces. How do you handle, or if you've been in a situation, how would you handle um, unprompted or unwarranted advances from female uh, counterparts, or just folks hitting on you? Period. How do you? See, I was gonna say I don't have that problem. Well, okay. people hitting on you. Period. How do you how do you handle that in a professional space? Oh, you said in a professional way. Let me mute myself then. I, me personally, I'm always late to the party. Anyways, I think by the time I even figured that shit out, it's exactly. well past. It's yeah. long past me. Um, it typically takes somebody else out, like a third party, to be like, yo. Yeah, you know I mean, like, yo, you ain't peep. It's like, no. And and to be honest, this here's the thing. I'm gonna tell you why it's good to be the way we are. Unfortunately for us, when we look at it in hindsight, it'd be bad. We'd be feeling bad about it, stupid about it. But I think we go into situations. Not th- I think it's good for men to go into situations, and not thinking any woman that's nice to you is trying to shoot at you. I think it's a symptom of us just being very modest and very being very like I'm coming at you as a coworker first and any smile, anything like anything you may bring me, anything like that. I'm not taking it as you won't fuck me. You feel what I'm saying? So I think it's always good to be late to the party than to be early and you wasn't even invited because we see what happens with, with niggas when niggas get in. They thought they was invited to a party. When I say a party, I mean the presence of a woman or, the, you know what I'm saying, that type of level of a woman. And them niggas come off different. You feel me? They, 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 you wasn't even supposed to be here, let alone you getting all the, all the grill, food fresh off the grill. You taking a plate home and all this, that type of shit. If we keeping with this, like this, thinking about this analogy, like you wasn't even fucking invited. And we look at them niggas as creeps. So, I think that's a symptom of, like, for me, I think there's a symptom of, like, treating everybody like a coworker and not being a fucking horn dog and a wild ass shit like that. So if I do manage to catch on, which didn't happen, I was just, you know, or I don't know. It's more like I appreciate it, but, you know, I have somebody, I guess. I don't know. I just never caught on in the moment, ever. It's always been three, four years later. Always. So I can't really speak to that, like, for real, for real. But... Mm. What about you, Dre? How you usually handle that? Um, I think you hit on the head. It's super similar. Um, because because the boundaries in between personal and work for me are so like black and white. Um, it take a while for me to even want to kick it with coworkers. You know what I'm saying? To to get to that like that informal, that personal level. So by the time we done, I done finally let my guard down and start being a little bit more, you know, personable and a little bit more myself instead of work related. It's shit. The, you know, it's been a long period of time. Months have gone by. Um, so, yeah. And in general, not even just work. I'm super oblivious to to uh, female flirting strategies, I guess, if that's what you want to say. Like, yeah. Uh, that shit, it go over my head every time. Like you said, somebody has to bring it to my attention or sometimes it's got to be like, nigga, hello? You know what I'm saying? So I don't, right. I don't know, especially at work. It don't, it don't go down like that for me. But I also work with like a bunch of 
40 and 50 year old women. So there's that. We what, you, yeah. what you mean? What you saying? <laughs> they're either, you know, what they age have to do it? they're married or very oh. um, set established in their lives. Oh, they don't, they're God. not, they're so not bearing off. Women that are established in their lives, they're not looking for. Are you what, saying that? What are you saying? I'm, I'm trying I'm to ask you a question of what you, you brought up. Their what, age. Are you, what are you, you brought saying? Up their age, so I just was trying to see what that was relevant to. Like, I mean, they don't look at me that way. More. Oh, they look at you like nephew, a son, son oh boy, something like that. Excuse me. Oh boy. Pool boy. A po-boy, a po-boy? like the sandwich. Oh, P O O L. They look at oh, you. Like, that's that's not what I heard. I heard ho boy, but okay. Oh man, that's, we all heard different. Ray, <laughs> no, my bookshelves rearranged. Ah! Oh my god, Dre, I dropped my pencil. Can you pick that up for me, baby? Hook, hook. Do you think the Expo markers is in the garbage? Go grab me one. Go grab them for me real quick. Add it out of that for me real quick. Boy, look at his. I can't reach this off the top shelf. Let me. Oh my god, could you boost me up real quick? You know, oh, they get But nah, nah, I feel you. I definitely feel you. Like, and I'm gonna say to our young men listeners, maybe you about to go, maybe you graduated college, you just about to go into the 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 workforce. It's better to be late to the party, bro. Don't assume. Don't assume. You might have came out of college. You might have came out of high school where you can pick up that a woman is into you. When it comes to the workforce, especially today nowadays, you niggas is not allowed to make mistakes like that. Mm. A one wrong mistake can cost your ass. Really? Or not even that deep. One wrong mistake can make the workplace awkward for you for up until oh, then. Man. You know what I'm saying? So even like you not trying it, but like you bite on it something and it wasn't for you, that shit going to be awkward. And I guess part of that character building is how do I bounce back from that? And you can, but just make sure you know in your heart of hearts. Like have some outside, you know, some outside confirmation that you know what I mean. So, yeah, um, I want to switch it up real quick. I want this to be a little bit fun, funner. You know, we got the 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 the, the important the serious shit. shit. Uh huh. Yeah, we try to you know make sure we uplift our people, have our you know our workers out here. But now, uh, kind of speaking to, I, I asked the gentleman while we was in between, um. <laughs> while we was in between pods, if they could think of some of their unpopular opinions. Now, <clears throat> before we start, this could be unpopular opinions to a certain group. This could be unpopular opinions to the world in general. But I wanted to bring them bring them out because me personally, right, I feel like, and for my our avid listeners, these two niggas, Definitely been ducking and allowing me to get the label of the crazy nigga on the pod. When in reality, I know these niggas inside and out. They've been my friends for a long ass time. And y'all don't know. So I was just waiting and plodding, sitting in the background in the shadows for my pot, my episode to come back around. For these niggas to really get jump out the window. So y'all know. Cause look, birds of a feather. So I don't want y'all to think a nigga like me just out here wild. <laughs> what you calling me a bird? Is that what you just said? Oh, we out here. You feel me? Okay, we out here. You feel me? So oh, I want y'all niggas to know why we vibe. I'm not just sitting here talking crazy and they sit back like priests and nuns just watching what I'm saying. Nah, nah, these niggas are saying shit too. 
You feel me? I'm not letting y'all get that shit off. I so, don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I bet. We're gonna we gonna speak on it in a second because I got them in my text right here. I'm gonna just call a number. Clark, you can go to the text that you sent me. I got two that I want you to speak on, okay? You Which one? Uh, don't Which worry. One? We're gonna pull it up right now. So <laughs> um bear with me for a second, listeners, because because I you got know. the list of I could go through all five real quick if you need me to, but if you want to go on a specific no, number, no, 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 no. We're gonna take our we gonna I, I want because I I want us to be able to talk about this because Dre ain't oh. seen them. I know he ain't, and I can't food. wait. I can't wait. And I definitely want to pick the ones that I feel like Dre <laughs> would be surprised that you had. You feel what I'm saying? Cause uh nah, you 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 niggas not doing y'all not doing y'all ain't no way. Nah, nah, ain't no way. All right. So look, I want you to, Marshall, we're going to go to you first. I want you to look at item number one. Can you, for the crowd, for the crowd, I want you to, and and, and I want you to be clear because I think I know where you was going with this. Mm -hmm. But uh, can you state item number one, please? Okay, so if you have your Bibles, please turn with me to the book of St. Matthew, the 14th chapter. And we're going to read from the 27th through the 32nd verse. If you have it, say amen. Uh, Sermon title today is Unpopular Opinions, colon, Black on Black Crime is an Actual Thing. Okay. Okay, let's get into it. Hold on. Can you say that one more time? Black on black crime does exist. Can I? So, before Now, let's get into it. Hold on now, because I'm going to get into it. You ain't going to ask no questions. We just go get into the sermon. So, we all know that crime is relative to the community that you live in. It is based on proximity. It is based on... Um, That's what our brothers and sisters say online. Yes, and, and I agree. And if we really get into it, like the, the, the catalyst for a lot of crime, and mind you, I have been born and raised in literally the number one, number two dangerous city in the United States. Shout out number to my two, city. Unless Memphis. you live in New Orleans. Number two. I don't know. Memphis has definitely been number one for a couple y'all of years now. Let's, let's, let's never get that twisted. Memphis has definitely been number one for a few See, look, years. Look how we... Um, I'm just telling you off rip because I know my city, we have 200 murders every summer. Like, that's a given. Like, ain't no shouting one. it out, no but that's murder. a given. Um, But when we talk about black on black crime, people say crime happens relative, happens in your neighborhood relative to your community and things like that, right? If that is the case, my point that I was making earlier is that crime is also one of the biggest catalysts for a lot of crime is poverty, right? If you look at the fact that people are living in, I mean, look around you, read the goddamn room. Gas is almost $400, $400, I mean, it might as well be, $4 in certain spots. Food prices are fucking ridiculous. Anything that you need is literally being inflated for literally no reason, right? And economists will sit here and say, oh, it's because we got, you know, the stimulus bill back when Trump was president or, you know, we got this thing going on or whatever, whatever. No, it's people literally being fucking greedy. But that's another conversation for another day, right? But if we keep sitting here and saying that black on black crime is not a thing, but crime happens relative to the neighborhood that you live in, if you're still living in a black neighborhood, 
and you're still and the crime is still between two black people is that still not black on black crime question the 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 term black on black crime is saying that black people target other black people to commit so if i was a black person and i wanted to go do crime even if the neighborhood had white people in it i'm going to target black people do you saying that agree that so, people that commit crimes that are black they target other black people to do it so if i'm living in the hood and I don't have what I need and I see that you got a 65 inch TV and I break into your house to go steal the TV because I need the pond it so I can go get food and go get rent money for my kids so they can have a place to stay. That is still black on black crime at the end of the damn day. I don't care how you slice it, how you dice it. That is still black on black crime at the end of the day. The problem is, is that people want to sit here and say that that's not a thing and it shouldn't be a thing. And what happens is that there's a lack of accountability for those people who are fucking up in our community. Right. I want to use the city, the almost city of Buckhead uh, as an example. Buckhead had this thing where they were trying to make themselves their own separate city and the state of Georgia said, girl, you thought. Because the real reason they're not going to sit here and tell you this is because they didn't want black folk out there in Buckhead. Now, people that are not from Atlanta, ain't never been to Atlanta, don't know what Buckhead is. Buckhead is your six-figure like living area, which I mean is everybody at this point. But think about your rich white area, which is really not. If you go out to Buckhead and you've been out to Buckhead, it's, it looks like the rest of Atlanta for the most part, right? Um, and so with that, a lot of people, like even like with the martyr situation with the trains, the whole reason why Martyr only goes as far as it goes, even though Atlanta is growing exponentially by the day, is literally because of racism and people thinking that, oh, those niggers are going to come out from Forest Park or from East Atlanta or from the West Side and they're going to come out the bookhead and they're going to cause all this crime and terror and this is that and the third. And it's like, well, y'all just said crime happens relative to, to your community. If I'm trying to commit a crime and get away with it, why the fuck would I go across the city to Buckhead to do it? That's a waste of my time when I can go down the street and do it, right? So you, but you, you're backing up the theory that it's proximity, though. But what I'm saying is that even if it is based on proximity, if black people are there, it's still black on black crime. But why is it just not called crime? I think that's the a great idea question. And so then that's a great question. That's the question we need to be asking. Why is it not just crime at that point? Like, that's the question well, that y'all... That's keep, what I'm saying, I think. But, what I, but the reason why I bring it up, again, I say it, it, it exists is because the thing is, is that there's a lot of black people who do not want to hold other black people accountable for the fuckery that they do. And that's just the honest to God truth, right? Like, even... Y'all ain't gonna like this either. Even when President Obama was in office... There was a lot of things that President Obama could and should have done. I ain't saying that the nigga didn't do shit, but he could and should have done for black people. What's one thing that I'm talking about? The Voting Rights Act. Y'all do know when it's an act, it's not a law, right? That bitch has to be re-signed or reinstated every 20 years, and it was supposed to be reinstated when his ass was in office, and he didn't sign it. So, and we have an issue with disenfranchisement amongst the black community already, but nobody wants to address that because, oh, he was the savior of black people. That's not how that works. You have to hold people accountable for shit in order for us to grow together. Let me pull Dre. Dre, do you, what, what, what do you, he says black on black crime is a thing. But to me, he's still explaining just crime in the proximity. So he kind of started with saying like, in, in his example, I had a question. 
When we, he had the 65-inch screen example X, Y, and Z, let's Easy. say if it's in an apartment complex and a white man stays there, do you think that same person will think, have second thoughts to break it in that crib, or do you think, nah, I need this money, so I'm going to still kick this dough right here? That's my question to Clark, because your answer... They're still going to kick that dough in, right? But my thing is, now, you also have to add the semantics and you have to add the 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 other, what is it, nuanced pieces to it, right? Because let's say it is a, a what is it, a mixed um, population apartment complex. And them folks saying at the house, you don't know who stayed in, you just kick a random dough in. At that point, that would be literally labeled as a crime, right? Anybody would just label that as a crime. But if at that point, it's nothing but black folks like the projects, nothing but black folks that live in that thing. And, you know, it's nothing but black folks that live in that complex and you still decide to go kick that dough in. That is still black on black crime. Yes, it's still happening in proximity to where you are at that point. But again, the person who is committing the theft is black. The person who is on the receiving end of the theft is still black. It's still black on black crime. And the thing is, is motherfuckers don't want to hold nobody accountable for that being a thing. Like, it's like you, it's like you are. But you, you define crime. You defining it, but you still putting black on. You defining it's, crime. You mm-hmm. just still putting black on. It's not. It's, it's, it's a crime. It's just crime. Yeah, it's it's crime. Right. So my point society. is, my point is right. The point mm-hmm. is, is not even necessarily that. That oh, it's a targeting thing, right? My thing is is, is one the accountability piece, right? But also. You ask the question, but why is it not just just crime? Let's ask one white people that because I mean you rabbit hole. But two, for those same people that are sitting here and are I don't want to say apologists, but that don't want to hold people accountable for the fuckery that they do. Yeah. Why is it not just considered crime at that point? Right? Why isn't it not that? Because my point is, is if, and y'all know I ain't ever the person that's just like, oh, listen to what white people say, blah, blah, blah. If they keep bringing it up as a, as an excuse to do fucked up shit to us, right? Means you still have to ask the question, why does it, if, if, if we're part of the problem, you have to ask that. You have to be honest and ask that question. That, that, that's accountability. And even if you feel as if crime is just crime, right? My question that I always ask is if everybody is quote unquote pro-black and we all recognize that people, the white people and and the capitalist economy and all this stuff is getting over on us, why are we still doing dirty stuff to our own people? We are just as much as part of the problem as they are. And I'm not the only person that said this. No, Farrakhan has said this. Killer Mike has said people have said this for decades at this point, and I've been asking this question literally for the last decade. Like, why is this still a thing at that point? Because to me, if I'm in that, if if I'm in that position where I got to make this money and I got to steal again, I'm not gonna go kick nobody dough in because that ain't my type of time and how I, I do whatever. I'm gonna go steal from Walmart. Because they're directly impacting me and they're directly impacting my community. They're directly causing problems to my community. 
I'm going to go steal from Walmart. I'm going to go steal from these corporations. Y'all got it. Y'all can replace it. But I'm not going to go, you know, go three houses down and kick my neighbor dough in and we in the same position. Like, that's stupid. Well, that don't make okay. no sense. I'm, I'm going to go to Dre, but I think, honestly, I think that's a symptom of a more toxic trait in our community, which is no snitching. Like, I know if I go kick my neighbor doing, they kind of, for the most part, ain't go snitch. Like, that's what we do, right? Are we going to call them snitches and they going to get dragged through the community way longer than I would for even stealing their shit? Oh, then the crime, so, so then the black on black crime continues, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's all fucked up. But, but that's I think what I'm we, saying. That's the yeah, problem. <laughs> but, I, but I don't think, I don't think it's, I think I still believe it's like proximity based, honestly. But also, if we, even if I were to take your side, why we may, target each other i think it's because of shit like that like i know they ain't gonna snitch at the minimum they're gonna be under pressure not to say shit they could get it how they get it but not like that whereas walmart gonna lock my ass up bob from accounting if he stay next to me gonna get my ass locked up or gonna try so you know i just i cool so no yeah, so, no, 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 no. I so I, i'm gonna say i'm gonna say this and then dre you can go so even then to my point right yeah that still to me makes zero logical sense to then go and harm somebody when they're literally in the same spot as you. Because you now at that point, I don't huh? think they give a fuck. I don't, have you ever been? And, a and that's an even bigger situation because we have been indoctrinated to not give a fuck, right? Like you said, that is a symptom of a larger thing, but that also does not excuse you for doing this shit, period. That's just that on that. I, mean, I don't think like, criminals they, all, I, if I'm being honest, like, if we kicking indoors and shit, like, I think the last bit, the last thing they thinking about is a fucking moral compass. So you, oh, if yeah, we are yeah. talking to criminals, they not hearing about nothing about what you talk about where I'm about to sit. What's the easiest lick? The safest lick? That's what it and normally normally it's the person right next not right next though, but you get what I'm saying. The person that I ain't gotta go travel for, the person I ain't gotta set this shit up. So again, I just wanna let everybody know this nigga say black on black crime is a thing. Yep. Um and then Dre. <laughs> Dre, Dre. I'm ready for y'all to uh, attempt to I'm ready for y'all to attempt to drag me in the comments. Just know I'm the person that runs the Instagram and I will put you on mute and block you. Man, that's crazy. Niggas can't even get their shit on. Try it if you want to. Niggas can't even get their shit on. Try it if you want to, bitch. I will block you on this motherfucker. Fascist. Um, All the matches if you want to. You better talk to Mark Zuckerberg about it, bitch. <laughs> All right, Dre, Dre, hit me with what, what? Give me one of your unpopular opinions, dog. Let me see what you got for me. Lauren Hill's overrated. <clears throat> Bro, why the fuck, bro? Why, <laughs> why bro? did you do this? Why, why, did, why did you do this? Why did no, you no, do no, this? No, 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 no. Say it again and clearly so everybody can hear you. Lauren Hill is overrated. But let's um I'm gonna let that sit for a little bit. Let's start. Why did there. you do this? All right. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. No, this has <clears throat> nothing to do with talent, capability, um, you know, the uh results of her one or one and a half piece of work, however you want to classify it. It has nothing to do with that. I'm just looking at it from a standpoint when you tally up when we talk about goats and when you do lists there is um credential there is criteria and in that i feel like she has not given us enough work to be considered a goat 
Now, I know a lot of people fuck with her. She did her thing. They were so different at that time. But there is, I don't think, any uh, vector, any service, there is no avenue in where you could do something once and be considered the greatest of all time in it. And I feel like she gave us one amazing project. And after that, fills it up. Now, we can talk about the, the transgressions and how she's treated fans since then. And that would, I think, further boost my case. But I'm just talking from a number standpoint. You can't give me one album and think that that one album is going to cement you forever. Like, um, I'm sorry, bro. I can't. I can't jack that. I can't buy that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, this has been me and your back and forth. I didn't even go deep into the combo that me and you had. But nah, I'm just you don't have to. I just want y'all to know now, he first started this. The three things he said, not including. He said everything that has to do with an artist and started talking about stuff that has to do as a person or somebody that just sells shit. He started, you know, I just don't want y'all to know that. The talent, undeniable. So, like, what are we, what are you saying? What list? Like, and to be fair, outside of, I think, the groups list that just came out, I don't know if anybody really, really putting her on lists like that to say she, she overrated. I'll give you that. I think niggas stopped putting her on lists for real. But we would have to look. We had to look I at think, MCs. I think she was on the last MCs one. I think. I'm not and sure. And I would, I would argue against that. If I'm a rapper today, I would argue against that. Like you said, I think when yes. we come to rap, um, yeah, um, like you said, it it was a a period of time where she was still getting mentioned on lists. Now I think she has left bad taste in people's mouth. Not yeah, recently, but you know, yeah, but it was yeah. like a four five year skid where she was just blowing performances. But <clears throat> I'm. Saying overrated, like I said, because we only got to see that once. Like, we can't, if you only do something one time and you knock it out the park, like, I can't say, hey, you're a smoker if you only hit a blunt one time. I can't say you're a drinker if you only. What? First of all, first of all, it's not one time. Yes, technically, she had one solo album, but my nigga, she is not one time. Is not what solo. I'm talking about solo. You know, no, you you about. just you trying to set the parameters for what you think is what, but like they we just not gonna say one solo. Niggas really was on her before she even released a solo album. That's why it was that's why they couldn't wait. Cause she was that girl in my man, you gotta ask niggas that was outside during that time. And like niggas that was like in the in the in the uh like in the in the industry at that time, bro, when she was coming up. The thing is, we not, we not from the industry and we don't really know for real, nor were we old enough to really be in the mix how we are in the mix for music now. But I I think you're speaking out of turn. I ain't gonna lie to you. But that's why I you know, know you do. I know you do, because we've had this conversation. I know how you feel. I'm why just even I've given you okay. some I give you some you know give I mean? me give me give me this. Give me any other person that has accomplished like one major feat one time and they're considered um a legend at their craft or the goat at their craft again she didn't do it one time she didn't do it one time i'm sorry if all right you're a part of a collective you're part of a group 
How many albums did the Fuji? All right, see now, now I'm about to violate. Now you got me tight. How, how many? I'm how many? No, 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 Actually, it doesn't. You dead ass wrong. Actually, how? How many albums have the Fugees put out? Two. You're you're done right there. Outcast put out way more albums. It doesn't Outcast. matter. You Outcast said, put out like it seven albums. But, but it listen, doesn't matter. Listen. You said solo. How many solo does he have? Because we you said solo. You said this okay. ad. I'm just talking about okay. solo. Okay. All right. He has one. All right then. So what the fuck we talking about? Did I say did I did did I say anything about him being in the GOAT conversation and that has nothing to do with what I'm saying? Is he not on these lists? Is he not on these top ten lists? Some people put him in their top their top ten lists. I wouldn't because of my category. That'd be that's not fair. So we doing fair, my nigga. If you, it's it's fair because I'm treating everybody the same. I can't say for Lauren Hill, life is not fair. You got three stacks and you got us. We can't rap like three stacks. I'm we sorry. Can't. We can't. It don't matter how hard we try, how many albums we put out, how many SoundCloud. We we that's just what it is. Some people are literally just made for this shit. And unfortunately, your faves was probably made for, but not as much as Miss Hill. I'm sorry. Same thing with our faves. Some of my faves ain't going to never spit as cold as three stacks ever. And we just got to live with that. I'm just trying to understand why. You know the, test of, you the, want. the test of time has to count for something. You have to be able to do something for. It's not the fact the test that of time or t- she made timeless music. Niggas still don't play X Factor. Niggas could play right. X Factor. All right, niggas don't play done? her music. Niggas you don't play her music. Not, I guess you have not. You didn't do nothing else. You, don't, you didn't do nothing else. Is Jordan the greatest? Does Doo-Wop, no, that no, thing still on, go off on, in a party? No. Does Doo-Wop, that thing still go off in a party? Tell me the last Lauren Hill song she made. It doesn't Outside. matter. Bro, give me a song from the 2010s. have 17 that will ring no, off and give me a song from the 2010s. Give me a song from the 2010s. Give me a song from the 2000s. She don't, it doesn't matter. That is my point. If you are in a condensed time period where you were great for, you put out, let's give you a five year span between Fuji's, Miseducation of Lauren Hill, okay. you did your thing. You had a great five years. I'm yeah. saluting that. What well, all I'm saying is for me and my criteria, you can never be in the conversation of top anything because after that five year span, you gave us nothing else. So we didn't get a chance to see your ups and downs, how you deal with controversy, how you deal with a flop or how you she deal with, with controversy when she was in the mix. OK, and you did, she make, music? did she make music about it? Mix. Did she make music about it? Yes, nigga, who you think X Factor is about? What, what are you talking, talking about? about? After that five-year period, you are still on miseducation. If you're dealing with all these things, you're an artist, right? If you're an artist, you have some type of creative outlet. Oh, you're saying like if, uh, the if, person if, you're, if you're an artist. You just said. See, that's why we, I wish 232 was here. And we're going to pin this shit because I want 232, a real-life artist, to talk about this shit. And hit it. Hey, if you're listening, my guy, I want you to listen to this blasphemous shit. This motherfucker. Now, here's the thing. You acting like I said she was trash. I didn't say that. You know, I you know I could be way more disrespectful. A goat goat or a legend. You said she wasn't a legend. I said she's overrated. That's all I said. 
to me. I, and I'm I'm confused at what a rated is coming from because when I think of overrated, I think lists, I think awards. Obviously, she ain't push it out, and she not winning awards, nothing like that. She's not really in no list in no list of top anymore. 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 You, me, you both. Okay, I'm sorry. Anymore. That shit was lasting. I'm sorry. What you wanted to. I, it's not like this generation Bro, where we gotta start like, doing this legacy shit, bro. It's okay to move. What you mean? Out. If it's, it's like, you okay just mad because your faves don't make timeless no, music. No, it's okay to move niggas out. That's up right. to If it's you good, niggas, you hold on. 1970 NBA ass niggas, y'all kill okay, me. Okay, it's okay, okay to have yeah, an updated right, list. Can bro. you answer this question for me? I just want no. you to answer this question for me. I can't, but keep going. Let's say I'm going through a bad breakup, right? And I'm and but I really still like him and I'm trying to figure out why my relationship is struggling and communication and shit like that. Let's take Lauren Hill. Let's take it out. No more. No. What, what female rapper, female artist can I go to to tell me about that? That also as me as a male, I can connect with. Tell me what song I need to listen bad, to. A bad breakup. Yes. Let me take out X fact. Don't please don't be like that. Like a girl never hurt you. Don't do that. Do no, we not? Do we not turn into one of those. I podcasts? didn't say that. I just not turn into one of those. Just give me a song that I can feel. listen to instead of X Factor that also connects with me as a man that I could also feel like, damn, yeah. Well, you think like, X Factor blew because it connected to men as well? Or are you just saying that it blew because some... anybody, no matter where you come from, felt these same things that she was saying on the list? Do I have to read the lyrics to you, my nigga? Yes. Yes. Read give the me lyrics. a song. Read I'm the changing lyrics. the Give read me the one. Lyrics. Read the lyrics for me. Can you give me a song? I'm going to um, read the lyrics right now. Female breakup song that I would listen to. It's it's easy. I know it's some Beyonce tunes. I know. Hold your hold your horses. Don't you? Well, why are you waiting for that? I'll just read you the first stanza. It says it could all be so simple, but you rather make it hard. Loving you is like a battle, and we both end up with scars. Tell me who I have to be to get some reciprocity. See, no one loves you more than me, and no one ever will. There's no gender-specific anything on there. You never felt like that? <laughs> I know you, Mr. Macho. You never felt like that? I, I can empathize with that. Oh, you can empathize with it? Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's a nice song, bro. It's a, a nice, nice song. song. He says, "Lord it's, have mercy." Oh it my god! Dark. Soon as this, this nigga said, "I wish y'all man, could see the video." This man nigga, said, "If y'all could see outside, it, outside was sunny, brilliant, bright." Soon as this nigga said it, all of Nashville now has a rain cloud over it. It's kind of crazy. You were you were conjuring this evil ass spirit, bro. She's a great artist. I never said that she wasn't. I never said that she doesn't deserve you her a song, praise. Baby. I just want a song, and we can move on. Song that I will listen. Since you're telling me to get her out the paint, can you please look? Look at you being super extreme. So you was way no. You said that. You said get her out of here. That's what you said. I just said she's overrated for me for for my uh. Just give me a song, bro. I be it be hurting right now. Okay, give a song for our listeners. Maybe that's a little bit young. Give a song they could listen to that's really gone. Damn, I feel that. That's what I've been saying. Mm, I would say mm-hmm. this track. I'm gonna go. 
Um, I'll probably do a Summer Walkers. Which one is that? Um, you already fucked up at Summer Walker, but I'm going to let you go off. Go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. You, so you don't think Summer Walker has pain? No. Or, or has pain? I don't fucking know. But I know it. I ain't going to connect to her. So I ain't going to lie. Sessions 33? Crazy. I was going to say, don't do that. Don't act like, because your old is about to come out. Summer Walker got some shit that you can't Sessions 33 with. go crazy. But um, outside of that, no. Finally, you're tripping. We can have a Summer Walker listening session and, and, and put you down. Um... I like Summer Walkers. Mind you, it's been like feel. I can do Section 32 ain't really break break up for me, but it's something I would listen to. It it, it it don't give me the the neutral, the gender neutralness like uh I think it do. I feel like it do. Like maybe one or two lines and I'm like, I'm not doing that, but I always <laughs> She a young girl when she made that, so I feel like okay, that makes sense. But like, I'm not really doing that. But overall, I think, bro, what? Yeah, dog. I'm gonna let you get that off. Sister got bro. It's some songtress, man. Sister got also, I yeah. There's some songtress for sure, for sure. But uh, you're never gonna give me a Nicki song for that. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we gonna take a quick you break. Really want me to turn this up? But, nah, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. We gonna mild, think you know what I wanted to say. Actually, you know what? I think I'm. I, th- no. I think I might. I think this might be a a portion of the show. I think this might. I, I'm thinking about it. I like kind of the the pressure you niggas was under. I like that. Yeah, I think we Who's, might do. What you? What you? What you? Niggas. And yet you sit here wonder why I say. That you are the bane of my existence. I think I like that. Because I just heard way too many feedback that, bro, you be wilding. Point at me. No, we be wilding. Them niggas just be wilding. Oh, don't do God. shit. See? Oh, wait, wait. See? Time out. We not about to skip this section without you dropping something. Give us right, a, a yeah, skill. what is your unpopular wow, opinion? Because you, got to like, have, no, 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 no. Listen, you listen. literally about to have half the black community to come after my ass, nigga. No, fuck that. What is your listen, unpopular bro. opinion, raggedy bitch? First of all, I ain't trying to hear all that. Listen, no, 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 listen, 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 listen. This is like first take. I'm just Molly right now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this now you want to be the shit off. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I just want y'all want. You yes, want to be a we do. Preferably before the power go out, <laughs> right? Because that's definitely what. But the way like the trees are blowing in that background. Nigga, uh, you see that shit? Listen. All right, let me pull my list up. Should I go through another one while we wait? Hell or was no! Mine too spicy. So volatile. Oh, I got a question, but it's gonna we might. Mm-mm. Well, shoot! I'm gonna give you one of my other ones too. It's a little, it's a little less, it's softer than than the first one. Cause again, I know, huh? Wait, what? Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. I'm about to come after our black cinema classics. Oh, I had one too. Mine don't got nothing to do with it, but okay. And love and basketball. Just perpetuate toxic relationships. Them That's not an unpopular opinion. Me. I agree with that too. Just because you agree with it, don't make it unpopular. I know it's one of our classics, but a lot of our black cinema pushes toxic relationships, and now we stuck 
wondering why all of our relationships be so toxic. Can I never add to that? Uh, can I add and to that? Tyler Perry as well. I never seen it. Can I add Tyler Perry to that as well? Because Tyler Perry has certain, gave, he has gave, a certain uh, trope to pass. Like so, so Tyler Perry has this thing, right? Tyler Perry has he has. If you pay attention to all of his movies and his plays, it's always a woman being done dirty, and she comes and gets saved by some light skinned nigga. I said that on the first on the first second episode. Even if you did, it stands to be re-added to this here because Tyler Perry is just as problematic with it too. Yeah, he is just as problematic. Love Jones is with uh, what's the Lorenz Tate? Lorenz Tate, he played, he meet like Nia Long, and like it's about black poetry and shit. Like they meet each other in like some black uh, open mic. What's toxic about it? You gotta watch it for him. I'm about to give you the whole rundown. I promise you, I'm not watching it because somebody's giving me uh, two cities. Why is it toxic? Because the niggas stalk her for the most part. And oh, it really, man. to me, whatever. Is it cause by today's standards or was it like stalking back then? Like, was she uncomfortable? Or just one of those yeah, things? In the plot, she don't come off as that. It's kind of like how we, if you ever watched, if you really keep it, you don't know my name, it's stalkerish as fuck. Well, Alicia Keys, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, niggas not going to say that because there was a guy that was being a victim of being stalked. This Anyways. is the waitress from 139th and Lennox. Yeah, I be watching you hear that you come in and you order the special with the with the, the hot chocolate. And I use milk, but my manager get on me because I'm supposed to be use water, but I use milk because I think you a little sweet. And yeah, that's a hey, little that that's, shit slap because she got the harmonies in the back. No, that shit is. I mean, well, we see the type of relationship she she in that because she took a man. That what they say. She went and took somebody's nigga. Let's be clear about that. Swiper, no swiping. No. So love hey. is a, is a also movie. in black uh in Soul Food, the movie, Terry was the savior of the family. I'm sorry, we just didn't like her. I'm sorry. She Terry, was everybody eat She was she was a savior. No, not just that. <laughs> she was the one that was actually building some type of generational wealth. But Terry was the savior of the family, not including her weak ass husband and what he had going on. But y'all just didn't like her. I'm sorry. Anyways. Moving right along. We're going to take a quick break. I'm happy that now, finally, finally, we gonna get canceled? these niggas. Matter we of get fact, canceled? I might release this before fucking episode, just so y'all can be like, these niggas not clean. Yes. Wait to we got one person just, oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. But anyways, we're going to come back to our cries of outrage Um, here shortly. Uh, see you in a minute. Yo. All right, all right, man. We back, man. Now that y'all finally see that these niggas throwed off just like me. That's all I we mean, really if you know me, to. you knew I was throwed off. I wouldn't rap right. Yeah. See, a lot of people maybe don't know you, so now they know why we all friends, because these niggas crazy, <laughs> too. 
Um, <laughs> but we are going to our last portion of uh, the pod where we just want to go ahead and give out our cries of outrage. And uh, today I'm going to start just because um, I was supposed to talk about this the last time we recorded. I couldn't remember what it was, but I had exact the exact details. But I don't know how to put this, but like. My 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 cries of outrage go to the I'm gonna say upper echelon of black artists, black music artists. Um and it's it starts a certain way. So there's this chick that's been going around, came out of nowhere. Uh I don't remember her last name, and honestly, it's not even Bobby. fucking relevant. But her name is Bobby. And if you go, you probably all seen her at this point. She didn't, and and I'm really mad now because I see that uh, Offset is about to have an interview with her. Already shot an interview with her, so I'm tight. Um, is this a but if you woman? notice, huh? Is she white? Yes. Mm-hmm. There's a star with an A. Her last name. Yeah, I guess. Thank you. Yes, I'm sir. asking because I'm googling right now, and I didn't yeah. know who I was looking for. So, so it's really. Every nigga that has sat down with her so far. Because I'm confused. This bitch came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Like, if you go to her YouTube page, go to her Instagram page, I think, like, her first two, like, Armani White and goddamn, uh, what's the name? What's the owner for the, uh, for the, for the Mavericks? Uh-huh. Mark Cuban. And Mark Cuban. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm looking at her stuff now. She got Drake on here. She got uh, Yadi on here. She got yeah, like who is yeah, this? Yeah, she got Offset nah. on here. She got Tiger on here. Yeah, she just did Tiger. She about to do Offset. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. Um, you and my doing. thing of it is, I'm gonna kind of, I'm gonna kind of. I'm going to say it a different way. So somebody did bring this up. Elliot Wilson brought this up, but he directed it more at just Drake with saying like, Drake don't go do interviews with our peoples. And he really, you know what I'm saying? Avoids them and shit like that. And it was kind of weird because he definitely did give Elliot Wilson an interview. Elliot, you're in one of them. You're in one of the few. So it was kind of the, the last one. Cool. The last one, literally. Yeah, literally. like I guess up until this point, you know, he had only done a few, and you was one of them, and an in-depth one, and at a peak time when this nigga was beefing with uh, Push. He came off. That was, I think, that was the first interview he did after the beef with Push. Mm-hmm. So probably wrong messenger, I, but I'm gonna agree with what he's saying. If you've ever watched any of these girls' interviews, and I will say, them shits, I watched the Drake one and I watched the Funny Marco one. First of all, she bit Marco whole shit. She bit Marco whole fucking shit. Can you shit. explain to us how? Because I don't yes. know who Funny Marco is either. I do. I don't so know who he is. He's kind of, I'm going to just stick to, because he, he does a lot of different things, but his whole like stick, his whole like uh, person is like being oblivious. Like he's just dead. Everything he says is like straightforward, whereas most people would kind of touch over us. I mean, he just say it front because he's just oblivious and just very straightforward. Dead oh, hand. that's him. Okay. Yeah. I know who you talk you, about. I'm okay. sure you've even seen clips before with him with Suki. Yeah. And with, and with, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you look at what he do and then you look at what she do, 
she stole that whole shit. Now, somebody can argue that he got that from Zach Galifianakis from In Between Two Ferns. So if you ever mm-hmm. watch In Between Two Ferns, it's pretty much the same thing, right? Just asking these not outlandish and what he asking, but just that he would even ask that because uh, I think Zach Galifianakis had Obama on at the time. And if you watch his interview with Obama, that shit is hilarious. So some people could say that Marco was kind of, but like, I think the age is too wide. Like the age is too wide for it. I was watching in between two ferns when I was in high school. So I think the age might be too wide. I think she truly got this shit from funny Marco. And all of a sudden Drake on there, Yachty on there, Offset on there. Niggas that, if I'm not mistaken, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, haven't been on with Funny Marco if you wanted to do that type of deal. Why go to her? Y'all need to start going back to, like, nigga, let's keep it a band. Niggas scared to go up there to Joe Button. Niggas is really scared to go up there to Joe Button. And I really feel like this Joe is very different. He ain't even going to be like how he would have been back in the gap. But just... I don't like how niggas pick and choose and don't try to circulate our dollar for less of a better word with their clout or with their, you know what I'm saying, their fame. Bring it back to people. There are good podcasts out here that are of our people, by our people that y'all can go on to. There's something that's just straight up hip hop heads. You know what I'm saying? Like these niggas never went on some of those, bro. Um, Shout out, uh, rest in peace, Combat Jack. Them niggas wasn't on a Combat Jack show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that where they could really chop it up, but niggas gonna hold their feet to, a fi- to the fire. Instead of sitting here staring at this awkward ass, I was about to say something. But, like, no, we got people that could do that too, bro. We not a monolith, bro. We not all here for the drama. We could be funny and ask you funny shit too. Like, why is you brank putting this hoe on? I don't like that shit, bro. I don't like that. And you niggas, like, niggas like Drake, that shit irked me. And I, we just went over, like, I'm a big fan, but, like, the fact that you ain't been on a lot of our black platforms, that shit bogus. That shit bogus. So I'm going to call all you niggas out. That's top 10, top 15, top 20, active, hot right now. Y'all go find black platforms to be on. That's not just a breakfast club, bro. Go find, go find black platforms to be on. I promise you, you'll find a plethora of shit and a bunch of people that could talk about what you want to talk about. You want to nerd out? Uzi. You want to nerd out on some nerd shit? I got a podcast for you. You can go on. And they got plenty. They they are offset of Combat Jack Show. You feel what I'm saying? You want to talk about some gangster shit? Go there. You want to talk? You go You go to a million dollar worth of game. You want to be on some salacious shit? You want to be on some freak shit? Go to Angela Yee. Like, to me personally, like... There are other black platforms, not even just them, but there are other black platforms we ain't seeing our top 10 on. Kendrick, same thing. You my nigga. I'm on your head too, nigga. J. Cole, same thing. Like, I'm on all you niggas' heads that I'll, I'll be wanting to hear from you niggas. Dre, don't do that because they, they got me hot. I'll be wanting to hear from you niggas on a more personal thing. Like, the child niggas want to, oh, I want to make a video while I'm talking to the white therapist. What the fuck? Nigga, come talk to us. Like, where, where you at, bro? It's okay. We're going to let you, we're going to allow you to release and Drake, you off the hook for this part. We're going to allow y'all to release within four, five years of each other. That's all right. Cool. We're not going to bitch and complain, even though your fans be holding you down through that shit. But we at least like to hear from you, my nigga. Stop trying to release these random ass. I got to look through the depths to see what this commercial about. Nigga don't even, what is PG Lane even for? Like I'm getting mad. Never mind. Anyways, can y'all stop? Can y'all stop? Can y'all start going to black platforms, bro? Just please start going to black platforms. They don't got to be up and coming. We have every different stage, every different level, bro. I want to hear from the niggas I really, that really like solidified my young adult. My ch- like, I want to hear from you niggas. And I definitely don't want to hear from you niggas talking from this broad who don't know. Her whole stick is to not know who the fuck you are. The bitch say, who is Tiger? 
Tiger is a laughing. We can make fun of him, not y'all. <laughs> Bitch, no. No. Tiger got Stop playing with some, him. Some people ain't making fun of Tiger since he started doing OnlyFans, but that's another conversation in itself. But well, shout out I'm, to the girls that get that shit. I don't know about I'm none of that. I'm just I have no idea. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I don't. I don't view his content either. I have no idea. But I'm just saying, just putting that out there. But I'm looking at her at the article um today because the Today Show did an article about her. That was the first thing that popped up on Google, and the very first question the writer put was, "Who is Bobby and why is she doing an inter- interview with Drake in a bed?" That was my very first question. Why are you doing an interview? With somebody in the bed, that's just weird to me in general, so right? She can do, I don't even give a fuck about that. No, so and no, no, I'm just saying it's weird to me. It's just weird to me. Why, why is what it I'm, her? Like, what the fuck? That, 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 yeah, but so I'm looking at just reading this, and it says she literally said clips of her hysterically awkward interview with Drake have gone viral on TikTok with one video getting over 22 million views. As for how the interview came together, it's actually a quote-unquote funny story. He saw my video with Funny Marco and he liked it and he followed me and when I saw he followed me, I was like, I'm going to ask and Jenna Bush uh, Hager asked, so you just DM'd him and asked, do you want to be on my podcast? And she was like, that's exactly what he said. And Prior to this, a lot of her TikToks were about being a mother and being a parent. So to the point about what you were saying, like how she go from that to this, yeah, that don't... To be honest, once Funny Marco was on there, that opened up all the floodgates for the niggas to come. So like, I could understand Funny Marco because they was kind of at the same... I would say overall, globally, kind of at the same. I'm not even really to me, but I'm trying to take my bias out. But like, bro, every, every interview that they could that she had in the past like months, they could have did with Funny Marco. Same thing. Even if you want the same stick to be just awkward and shit like that, he that's literally his shit. So, anyways, that's the end of my shit. And it's really not to her. She get your money. How you get your money? How you doing it? It's us enabling that bullshit. It's us, our top talent, enabling that stupid ass shit. Cause then I'm gonna start asking, well, why are you so comfortable with her and not comfortable with somebody else? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but I'm not I'm not I'm not. So that's my well, shit. Um can what, I add on that really, like really quickly? She put yeah. up posted an Instagram post from like two weeks ago where she's dancing because she she put on her the caption celebrating because the industry planted me. That's your answer. Oh no, she's throwing it back in their face. No, no, she's throwing yeah, it because that's just the conversation bro. that's coming up. Yeah, that's her. That's, her, that's her whole thing. Like, I'm and literally, everybody in the comments are saying, it literally said, somebody was right here that's got seven hundred some likes. Said, I mean, Drake never does interview, let alone interviews that last an hour. So something is definitely going on. Also, none of these celebrities would ever sit down for free. So she's done some sort of connection that she isn't disclosing. Like, literally, that's what the comments are saying on Instagram right now. <laughs> Who is it? Smack? Who is this nigga? But anyways, we too much on me. I usually don't have minds go this long, but that shit is irking my fucking soul, especially when I know Funny Marco literally right there, bro. He literally right there. So same avenue, same everything. Um, I keep it light. I got a three um three quick little outrages. One, uh, you well done steak eaters. Y'all despise me. Nerves. Y'all wasting quality Angus beef. Yeah, I, was about to say, I was gonna say meat, but I'm calling myself. But yeah, bro, like this is crazy. 
that's a, a burger. That's a glorified burger that you're eating anytime you eat well done. When I hear oh, well God. done, my okay, skin hold on. Great, great. Can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. Is this this just to help the, some of those people? Would you trust because everybody can't go to roof everybody can't go to a real high quality steak place. But if you go to like Texas out if you go to Outback, do you trust do you trust whoever the fuck back there to cook your shit? Medium or anything like that without it not killing you? What if they say I, when I only go to the fast food places and ask for like well done steak, that's how I know it's cooked. Would you? Um, I'm medium. Texas Roadhouse steaks are. Um, I apologize, OG. Go ahead. Yeah, Outback steaks are, are, are cool as well. Yes, it's medium or lower for me. Like, don't stop playing with me. But um, yeah, bro. To me, it just shows a lack of um, couth, a lack of experience, and just uh, certain mindset, if, if if you will. Um, secondly, you um, chicken nugget, chicken tender warriors. Like, I hate when you go somewhere. And it may be a place you're not familiar with. It could be your first time there and you just settle or you with somebody and they say, you know what? Just give me the chicken tenders or just give me the, you know, the wing. It just be like, bro, we had fucking Benny Hanna's and you asking for a chicken tender meal. Like, bro, you know what I'm saying? A wild parallel, but just. That's crazy. Try this out here. Yeah, like expand your palate. Like try some shit. Like you know what chicken nuggets, chicken tender. You know what chicken tastes like, bro. Try some different shit. Um, yes. And last but not least, I hate those uh, people who don't have like strip club etiquette. And if you haven't been to a strip club, you know it's just certain like unsaid rules and things of that nature. Um, I'm not gonna say what place I was at, but I was at a strip club not too long ago and. You know, for one, you could tell an out of town or just a, somebody that's not familiar or accustomed to those settings. They just have a aura about themselves. But <clears throat> when money, if money just so happens to fall on you or on your personal space, give that shit to the stripper. Like slide right. it over there. Don't right. don't try to. I kid you not. I saw some. They were some youngest too. So I was like, ah. Uh, I guess if I was young, I could, nah, I can't even give them that. I just get the thought process, but some money fell on them. You know, these Negroes kept it and threw it like it was theirs. I said, oh man, it's, it's wild. It's wild out here in these streets. I know inflation, inflation is high, but come on my G. Um, so get etiquette, man. If you don't know what strip club etiquette is, holla at your, your uncle or the coolest nigga, you know, and ask, or you could DM the study hall podcast and I have uh <clears throat> meet you, Dre will get right next to you with you give me some tips on how to how to move. Dre, well, um, yes, let I me can. ask you. You out with a group of guys, right? Y'all in the booth at the strip club, right? Wow. Y'all got a couple, y'all got a couple strippers with y'all. Y'all doing y'all thing. you y'all, you know what I'm saying? You let's say you turn to the right, one of one of the guys that's out with you sitting down, and he throwing money, but He's smelling a strip of feet. He's smelling? Yeah, he's smelling. Like her feet, like on his face like this. And he just like, he he throwing the money while he, and he having the time of his life. You saying anything? Yes. What you going to do? You going to smack her foot down? <laughs> 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 I'm so annoyed with you right now. I'm saying, you know, I'm saying, I'm saying, 
I'm saying what if you okay. find out? My, I guess my question is, what if you find out in the wrong place that one of your bands got crazy? But I'm gonna still tell him, like, I had a situation similar to this happened, but I'm gonna answer your question first. So I'm gonna let this moment pass, let him get this shit off, then I'm gonna pull him to the side and say, Charlotte, Charlotte been working six hours in this sweaty ass club. What is up with you, bro? Like, if you're gonna do that, have some cooth and go like get I brought my wife and he pull out wives that has been out of his pocket. <laughs> he wiped that shit down. You missed that. You wiped that shit down before he went crazy. She wiping her feet. That's wild. By all means, look, if that's your thing, cool. You can get more bang for your buck. If, if you throwing money that I think you throwing, we need to talk about how to get the best. Hey, it's inflation out here. You got to make this money stretch. You know what I'm saying? But word, word. story. I had a homie um brought him out of town and brought him to a strip club up here first time. And he got open, wide open. So open so much that he was talking to the dancer and they was moving. And I'm like, I hope he knows that, like, even though she's not dancing, like, she's counting this as a song. Like, 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 so they having combo, but it's like, she just like sending this lap ass, oh, where you from? And I'm just like, it's this money she making. Fuck you, man. Thank you. So I had to, like, legit pull to the side. I forgot what I said. I said, hey, some told him here. I said, hey, bro, for one, you're going to need some more cash. And secondly, just let you know. It's like five dollars a song, or ten dollars a song. So keep that in your mind. Even if she's not dancing, she's expect she's not talking. Yeah, to you she's not she taking a break, you. my nigga. She this yeah, is she, she didn't turn this into the break room at all. She don't like you, nigga. She's is using this time, this downtime to get some money off your ass. So, catching a breath on your dollar. You feel me? So you know, little shit like that, man. Get your etiquette right, man. Stop ordering chicken nuggets and chicken tenders in places that you should not. And um, well done steak is a glorified burger or meatloaf, however you want to look at it. Amen, amen. Martian, Martian, do you have any? I'm not gonna ask you, do you have any cries of our race? I'm gonna ask you, what are your cries of our race? Because you said a few times, you didn't pinpoint it some shit. It's like, oh, I'm gonna say that for a cry of our race. So get your shit off, young man. Um, okay. Where do I start, Jesus? Um, I don't know where to start, so I'm just gonna start here. Um, so for those that have not that follow me on Instagram or that know me personally, you know that I cut my locks off like last weekend. Um, for those that know me, you know I've had locks for like six, seven years at this point. Like these two folks met me when I had locks. So when I sent them the picture and I ain't had no hair, them niggas were like, what the fuck just happened here? Um, y'all weren't the only people that said that or had that reaction. But yeah, I cut my locks off recently. But one of my cries of outrage is kind of personal, but I'm going to ha- go ahead and say it anyway. My cry of outrage uh, goes to all of my caretakers and my authority figures that out growing up because... A lot of people have been asking me recently, you know, like, you know, how do you feel now that you cut your hair off? And I'm like, honestly, I don't feel anything, right? Talking up the stoicism, you know, call it, oh, you just being a man and not showing emotions. Nah, nah that ain't none of that. Um, well, just, shit, just don't feel anything. Like, I don't feel bad that I cut them off. I don't feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. I just knew it was time to cut them off, right? Um, new beginnings, new shit, new all of that great stuff, right? But my cry of outrage goes to my caretakers because part of the reason why, as I was reflecting when I was like literally sitting in the mirror and cutting them off, was part of the reason why I grew my hair out is because 
if you knew me from, you know, elementary, middle, and high school, and even undergrad, right, I never saw myself in a light where I thought I was attractive to anybody, even though, you know, I played for both teams. I didn't think anybody thought that I was any type of attractive at all. Um, I honestly didn't. Somebody, it took one of my homegirls, shout out to Lady D. Emerald, go follow her on Instagram and book you a read with her. But it took her to tell me, like, probably, what was this, like, 2017, 2018, she was like, nah, nigga, you you are an attractive-ass black man. Like, I'm not just telling you that as your friend, I'm telling you that because it's a fact. But she was the first person that had ever affirmed me, you know, in that manner in, like, 20-something years. And so, when I was sitting and reflecting, I'm like, part of the reason why I grew my hair out is because, one, I didn't really have any agency over myself, over how I present, and all this is that and the third, right? Most black men have this idea, or not idea, but have this experience where when we was growing up, it wasn't no pick from the chart on the wall at the barbershop. Get that nigga skin fade. Cut it off. Chop it all off. You know, we, 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 babies, baby bottom soft on your head, right? And I didn't get out of that space until like, I never really just had an option to choose my own hairstyles up until like maybe high school at that point, right? Which a lot of people can say, yeah, I've been in that boat too, right? But the problem is, is that when you get indoctrinated that you don't have that space to, you know, have your own agency over your own body, but then you also have the perception, you know, of uh, what other people say, think, and believe about you, and you put those together, that puts... Many of us, even though we don't want to admit it, in a space where we are very, 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 very insecure about our, our hair, our appearance, our personalities, and all those different things, right? I mean, it's many a black men that's listening to this right now that are either A, on their way to get a lineup, or B, in a chair getting a lineup, or C, have left to get from getting a lineup, right? Or you just got your hair retwisted, or you then, you know, deal whatever, 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 right? But my cry of outrage goes to those caretakers because it was your job and your responsibility when I was a child to affirm me and you chose not to, right? And in some cases, y'all double down on the shit and it really put me in a space growing up to where, you know, it didn't help with my self-esteem. It didn't help with my, you know, uh, social, social, you know, abilities and stuff like that. It's part of the reason why I developed social anxiety, like, and, you know, developed depression and developed all of these different things, right? So, my first cry of outrage goes out to those people. Um, I don't hold it against you because you didn't know better. But please don't think that means that we cool after this. Like we talked about boundaries earlier. Like one of the boundaries that I had to set, not even just professional, but personal, is when people fuck me over, I'm leaving you where you at. I don't care how long we've known each other. I don't care how long we've been friends. I'm leaving you where the fuck we at. Even if we don't ever have a conversation about it, like I, I couldn't care less. I'm not a, going to continue to allow you to be in my life or be in my space. And you deliberately, you know, brought caused harm to me, you know, be it psychological, emotional, whatever. You literally caused harm to me. So, yeah, wanted to put that out there. On a less kind of sad and somber note, um, my other cry of outrage goes to people who think they know shit, but don't really. Right. So, as I brought up earlier, uh, love and solidarity to all 60-something countries on the continent of Africa, because the tide is changing. 
colonialism, the time is up for Europe. I don't know if y'all are watching TikTok, but literally, I shit you not, majority of the African nations, as well as Jamaica, Haiti, and somebody else in the Caribbean are all telling their colonizers from Europe, pack your shit and get the fuck ASAP. And I double dog dare you to try some shit because World War Three can start today. Like, in so many words, it's basically what they're saying, right? Um, and the issue that I have is like when, and this is why I don't really talk to people on social media or try to listen to, well, I listen to people because educated, but I hate it when people have these ideas about things, but they're not willing to listen to other sides and perspectives on things, right? So somebody had posted a video from one of the um, government ministers. I want to say she was in Haiti and she was literally dropping the education like she was giving the education about how France has consistently exploited the fuck out of Haiti even till today. Right. And she brought up a great point where she was saying, like, you know, anytime that um, that we make a deal or something with France, France always has to get a cut out of it. And they're literally taking the money out of, you know, out of the Haitian people. They make the money. So if they ever decide that they don't like anything that Haiti's doing, they can stop making the money. And literally, we want our economy goes to shit. Right. And so I made a comment on that person's post. And I was like, I hope black Americans are paying attention to this because this is the literal same shit that's happening in this country. That if they ever decide, oh, we're going to stop fucking with the black community. I mean, to some extent, some of us are fucked, but it's hard to be fucked when you're the blueprint. Mm. But that's not my point. My point was that when I said like, oh, this is literally a class war that we're fighting, like this is capitalism that we were fighting. This is the issue. The person who made the post was like, said something to the effect of like, actually, you know what? I'm going to read it off to you because I'm not even going to sugarcoat what that man said because it legitimately irritated me when i read it but then i was like let me just build a tiny little bridge and get right over it um he said sorry the thing the video is playing in the background i said i hope black americans are paying attention hell that line about the banks is happening in the united states regardless of race this is a class war going on he responded back and said we know there's a class war going on but before the class war started it was a war against us that's the war that we're fighting and I responded back and I said, as a former history teacher, I'm well aware of that. What I'm saying is she's referring to a class war that is heavily influenced by racism. Additionally, I'm also saying that in the United States, we are all fighting a class war regardless of race. And he said, once again, I get that. And I know class warfare. I know it's class warfare. It's not about color, but classes of people. Our focus is on the fight firstly, which is a black issue. And I'm like, no, it's not. Because. Racism is a product of capitalism. When you tell me that you say it's a race war first, that lets me know you have not done enough research. Because the reason why racism is a thing, we have to go back before 1492 and think about what the hell was going on in Europe at that time, right? Let's back up to the 1300s. Y'all remember the bubonic plague? Meach, you remember this. Dre, you remember this because y'all taught social studies. The bubonic plague basically almost wiped out half of Europe and literally Europeans would cease to exist. If the bubonic plague did what it was supposed to do, Christopher Columbus would have never came across the Atlantic. Colonization probably would have never happened on this land, right? Meach lived through it. But let's go back before that. 
right? Well, not even before that. Well, yeah, let's go back before that. The Moors. Y'all have heard of the Moors, right? The Moors are were Muslim traders and uh, people that lived in northern Africa. And they decided to cross the Mediterranean Sea and hop their happy ass over to the Iberian Peninsula that we now know as Spain, Portugal, and France. And they took over Spain and held Spain captive and colonized, quote unquote, Spain for 700 years. From 700 AD to roughly right around the time Christopher Columbus brought his happy ass over here. Right? We also have heard of the Dark Ages. We don't hear too much about the Dark Ages because the Dark Ages got, got to do with folk that look like us. Right. And I'm going to tell you that because when you are the winner of the war, you never tell the story correctly in a way that it benefits the people who lost. We all know that. Right. So if we know those things, we then know we fast forward to Christopher Columbus. What was the whole purpose that that man came over here to find gold, to find spices, to find things that he could make money off of because Europe was literally a desolate country. Like country, excuse me, continent. Like. Let's go back. The reason why the bubonic plague ended was because the Moors taught the Europeans how to wash their ass and how to not mix their drinking water with the water that they shit and bathe in. Was teaching them how to take their garbage out, clean up their streets, do all of these different things. Again, it was the Moors that kept the bubonic plague from spreading even further than it already did. So if we already know that that's the thing and they already got an issue with race and they, they, got, they got an issue with you doing this, is that, and the third. Christopher Columbus leaves Portugal, comes over to the United States, well, what will become the United States, sees that the indigenous people over here are quote-unquote primitive and that, oh, they're just they're worshiping us like gods. They're giving us flowers and they're giving us this gold and giving us this food. Baby, they gave you the food because you looked like you was getting ready to die if they didn't. Because you did not know how to navigate those waters, pimping. You spent all that time on the boat and you thought you was going to make it in 90 days. And it actually took you almost a year to get over here. So they fed you because you was on the brink of death. They brought you flowers because you stank. And I'm not saying that to be funny or to be rude. There is historical evidence that says they brought y'all flowers because they were about to pass out because you stank. Y'all literally didn't wash your ass. And some of y'all are still running along with that into 2023 of things. I don't know why you feel the need to tell us, but that's what they were doing that for. That is literally what the whole point of Christopher Columbus coming over here and colonization happening in the first place. It was all based in money. It was all based in capitalism. Racism is a sub portion of that. They looked at us as primitive, primitive because, oh, we got guns. We got weapons. We got all these different things. If you don't know nothing about that, read the most boring book on the face of this planet called Guns, Germs and Steel. And it'll tell you everything that you need to know about colonization and how we're where we are right now. So don't sit here and tell me that you that you know it's that it's just about race. It's never just about race. Just like xenophobia is not is not just xenophobia. Misogyny is not just misogyny. Homophobia is not just homophobia. It all comes from something else. But guess what? Each one of those isms or each one of those pieces of the social matrix of oppression all goes back to one thing, and that's money. You always have to follow the money. You don't even need me to give you many examples to figure that out, right? We just had a conversation a couple episodes ago about how 
when June comes around and it's Pride Month, you see every corporation change their avi on their social media to represent a rainbow flag. And no quicker than July 1 at 12.02 midnight, that shit gets changed. It's all performative. It's all to bring them ducats and them dollars into them. They give not a rat's ass about you, right? The reason why I brought this up as well as, as far as the people in the United States, because I'm not just talking about black people, is because there are white people who are poor and they think that they're on the side of the white elites who got the money. But the white elites never gave a fuck about you from the get go either. Because when those same Europeans, those English people got over here to this land, if you didn't own shit, guess what, girl? You didn't have a say so in government. You get, couldn't say shit. You couldn't talk about nothing. Your job was to sit your happy ass over there and shut the fuck up and let them do whatever you, that was going to do to you. If you came over here and could not pay your way to get over here, y'all do know the whole reason for all you people that live in Atlanta or live in Georgia, you do realize this used to be a prison colony, right? If you couldn't pay your way to, uh, to get over here onto this new land, they sent your happy ass down to Savannah, Georgia. You stayed down here and you worked as an indigenous servant you can pay your shit out. Black folk didn't get that option. We know that. Indigenous Americans didn't get that option. We know that. But what I need white people and everybody else to understand is that the elites never gave a fuck about you either. So we need to be attacking capitalism as the problem and not just racism. We see the same thing that happens and we even see it in our community. Hell, it happened during the civil rights movement. The people that was prominent, the prominent black male leaders were telling the, the telling the the women in the movement, like Dr. King flat out told Coretta, and this is researchable, flat out told Coretta and the other women who were part of the movement that if you fight for black folks, black women will get their just due. And Malcolm X came back and said, actually, that's a lie. Until she get what she need, ain't none of us getting free. Because it's about the money. It's about the resources. It's about the access. They couldn't care less about your skin color. But white people aligned themselves after slavery ended and said, at least I'm not a nigga. I can be poor. I can be desolate. I can be broke. But at least I'm not a nigga. They aligned themselves with the elites. But the elites don't even give a fuck about them. Elites weren't even trying to get them shit. They locked y'all asses up too because you didn't have nothing. So my cry of outrage goes to people because he also said on here, class warfare is not at the top of the list. You don't have to be a past history teacher to understand what I'm telling you. You're right. I don't have to be a, a past history teacher to, to know what what you're saying is correct. But what I am telling you is that that is the that is the point that we have to attack. If we're going to solve anything on this on this land here or even in Western Europe. For the folks that's in Africa, for the folks that's in Asia, if you're going to solve any problem, you have to attack where the money is coming from. It is a class war, not just a race thing. So my cry of outrage is don't sit here and try to tell me something that you think you know and you have not done the research. That's the same shit I said about people who are homophobic. Y'all keep saying, oh, it's just it came from the Romans and it's white people shit. No, it's not. That lets me know you have not done your research. Go back past that. There's a lot more shit that you can research. All the shit ain't burned. There's still research stuff that you can get on Google and find out. Stop sitting here and settling for one thing and saying that it's just this. And it's not just that. To go back to my unpopular opinion. It's not just that. There's a lot of other nuances and a lot of other pieces that come into it. But what was the overwhelming fact that I literally said the reason why a lot of crime happened is because of what? 
poverty. People don't got the money. They don't have the resources. So they go rob and steal from other people so they can make ends meet. Whereas the elite steal from you because they can and because they fucking feel like you and because they can get over on you. That's what that is. But I need y'all to do more research and I need y'all to come to an understanding and understand what you are really fighting before you try to go tell somebody what it is and what's up. Because some of y'all ain't did nothing more than look at the first page of Google and click on Wikipedia and got your information. Baby, I have a master's degree in education and a master's degree in history and in social studies and in how to teach it. And I've been doing research prior to this and still doing it after the fact, still teaching. May not be in a classroom setting, but I'm still doing this thing. You don't get to tell me that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You can try, but at the end of the day, I'm going to let you have it and ha let you have this argument because it's still going to come back around anywhere where you recognize this is a class issue, not just a race issue, not just a misogyny issue, not just a homophobia issue, not just a transphobia issue, not just a culture thing, not just a mental health thing. It all goes back to the money. Follow the money. That's what people have been telling y'all for the longest. Even in the today of things right now, when we're looking at inflation and we're seeing that our dollars ain't making no damn sense. Follow the money where it's going and where it's coming from. And I guarantee you, you will find out what you need to know. You don't even got to go look for it. It'll pop up in your face and you ain't even asked for it. So with that being said, I'm done. Word. That nigga, hey, <laughs> basically, follow, listen, one thing our kids do real well is they ask why, after why, after why, after why. So if if you don't know, just keep asking why. And if you can answer that why, go to the next why. Well, why is this? Da, da, da. So, so yeah, man, that has been another episode of the Study Hall Podcast, man. We hopefully... First of all, we want to thank you guys for taking your time out to listen to us, whether it's on your commute or whatever. Um, we ask you all to continue, keep sharing, keep um, giving it to other people. Hopefully we can entertain or touch or inspire, whatever they feel like. You know, we come to this table with a lot of things. Um, and hopefully y'all just care to hear three niggas, you know, that's friends, just rapping and kicking this shit. Um, We're going to go real quick through um, to our... <clears throat> Sorry, we're gonna go through our social medias. Do Dre, do you have any social medias? Are you really Dre with the next playlist coming out? I need you to start promoting these fucking playlists, man. We need one for podcast too. I got Whoa, I thought I sent y'all that one. It's on Apple Music. Um man, you know, once again it's Dre your fool, D R E Y O U. You just got an iPhone. So you still getting accustomed to it? Just get out of you a fool f o o l. Um, that's the same on Apple Music as well. Got a couple little dope playlists. We um currently working together to curate uh our up and coming study hall uh playlist. So be on the lookout for that. We can get that done by the time this one drop. And you know, holla at your boy. Salute, Martian. You got you got anything in place you want the people to follow you at? Uh, sure, but I'm gonna reiterate what I said earlier. Don't come in my DMs and no bullshit because I will block you after I cuss you out. Uh, at underscore underscore Martian X, um, at Sheik of All Trades, it's the business one, and of course, at the Study High Podcast. Um, I also want to add on to that 
Um, leave your comments on the stuff like that. You know, tell us what you think about the the podcast and stuff like that. And also, if you have a cry of outrage that you want, you know, want us to potentially read off on the show, DM it to uh, to the State of How um, Instagram page, and it might get read off on the thing. We'll probably give you a um. We'll, we'll give you a fake name or you probably want to tell us to give you a fake name, but definitely, you know, if you got a cry of rage that you want to give, let us know. But um, outside of that, um, yeah, find all of my things over there. Sheikabaltrades.com. Go order you a shirt. Um, go order my book on emotional intelligence. You can get that as well. Um, I am also, um, this is random, but I'm going to shout myself out. I'm also a uh, brand new... Et- product or brand ambassador for EPN uh, supplements that is enhanced performance nutrition supplements. Or EPN um, for short. That's not what I said, but okay. EPN. Um, not, they don't know how they So, ignoring him, so it, it if you're trying to maximize your, 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 your muscle EPN. gain, weight loss, ignore him. Your your weight loss, your your fitness journey. Um, you can go over to either my Sheikaval Trades page or my personal Instagram page and go to my bio. Um, click the link in there. Go get you some stuff and use my code. You can get you ten percent off on whatever you order. Um, let me think. Outside of that, I think that's it. All right, and, and again, uh, shout out to Miss Carter because again, all three hundred twenty-five dollars was worth it. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, Beyonce. He's speaking about. Um, but yeah, uh, follow me, Kid Michi at Kid Michi. Um, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, yeah, I'm regular. I ain't got. I ain't got shit going for real. For real. Um, I'm gonna he just a damn lie. He, he told y'all to send him stuff if y'all want him to start, you know, help help him oh, get yeah. his, his creative yeah, roles sure. and dreams together. Send him some stuff so he can have some work, but not too much because he still got to do this. <laughs> That's a fact. It got to be under thirty minutes tops. It has to be under thirty minutes or shorter. Um, and I'm just being honest. Uh, also, yeah. Um, I'm just comparing what everybody else said. If you got if you got questions you want us to answer. Um, if you just got a cry of outrage or well, advice, anything like about. that, yeah, like if you if you feel like something we ain't hit on and we want to talk about, just go ahead and, uh, you know, study hall podcast. Put send it to the DMs. Um, you seen that? Uh huh. That's why I was like, uh, I know. I, I thought I was tripping, bro. <laughs> I thought I was tripping <laughs> twice. Um, but anyways, yeah. So that's gonna be another episode, man. We gonna get up out of here, man. We hope you guys had a great time. We had a lovely time, as we always do. Um, and with that being said, we out. Y'all be great. Yeah.